You gotta fight for your right to party! Oh my God, I'm so sick of the Kelseys. I hate the Chiefs, Kelsey. Oh. Oh, is he annoying? Yeah, he drives me nuts. we got to play the audio of him interrupting <laughs> Mahomes at the game. I am really done. And the mom, too, sitting next to DeMar Hamlin, Roger Goodell. I didn't even know they had a dad. They do. The dad wanted to sit with the family. I know. Obviously, uh, Travis gets mom's jeans, and Jason Kelsey got dad's jeans. Oh, God, could he please take after his dad a little bit? I, can he just shut the fuck up until next season or something? No, or? no, he won't. He won't. Why does he keep saying, oh, you guys said we couldn't fucking win? What's he talking about? There's a lot of people people picking the Chiefs. A lot of people picked the Chiefs at the beginning of the year. I think what he was referring to is at the beginning when they had the Fox pregame, you know, Terry Bradshaw, Jimmy Johnson. They all picked. He shouldn't be watching TV. What's he doing watching TV? (laughs) What an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, I've had enough of them. Probably wants to see his mom on TV. That's probably why he had it on. I'd rather see Jackson interrupt Patrick next time. <laughs> Jackson Mahomes should be out I, there. I think I might prefer that too. And then dance to fight for your right to party. And then, you know, I heard him go at the end of his interview with Terry Bradshaw go, You gotta fight for your right. And then I didn't hear anything. I just heard Bradshaw talking. I thought, Oh, did they pull the mic away from him? Awesome. And then I played it back. And of course, the crowd, he was uh, urging the crowd to yell, And they did. They yelled, To party. Yeah, but then the DJ played the song. <laughs> Get it? I just that game just left a bad taste in my mouth. It was a great game, except the phenomenal, phenomenal game. Now the ending was terrible. We'll get into that. Hang on, what's popping? We are recording after the Super Bowl. Yes, uh, those of you who claim there's no work ethic in the show left, (laughs) you are absolutely wrong. Here we are at twenty to eleven, bringing you the show, courtesy of the Deals and the D dot com studios and Hall Financial. Mortgage interest rates are the lowest they've been in over four months. With the holidays behind us, now is a great time to look at your finances and consider consolidating your debt with a cash-out refi. If you've got really credit card debt, the interest is terrible. If you can't just pay it off, you're getting ripped off. And if you own a home, Hall can find out in their five-minute mortgage review how much money you've gained in home equity. And you can access a little bit of it in a couple weeks or less. If you need help paying off bills, you need some liquidity. 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at Call Hall first. Yeah, we were set up for just the best ending because they were, it's like, wow, if they don't get a first down here, there's going to be enough time on the clock for the Eagles to easily go down and kick their their field goal to put it in overtime. Yeah. (laughs) I I thoroughly did enjoy that quick gamesmanship, though, where the Eagles are like, let them score. And then the uh, Chiefs running back, was it Pacheco? McKinnon. McKinnon McKinnon slid at the one. uh -uh. Yeah. That that was smart play. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Football! But that holding penalty, man. I know. I just don't think it was a holding penalty no matter what part of what game. At, that's going to live in infamy. Um, I, I mean, you've got to see the guy really get held up. And not only that, the pass was so far over his head. I mean, I think he would have caught it if he wasn't held. <laughs> no, because he wasn't, he wasn't no, obscured at all. I didn't think he was. I don't think his route was affected. And you had money on the Eagles, so you had all more reason to be mad. But we all agreed it was a terrible call. And Olsen called him out. Yeah, yeah. I like Olsen. I think he's a good uh, I'm impressed he did that. You know, I'm sure the NFL didn't like hearing that. You never hear um, commentators rip on 
um, calls like that, and, and even more so, can they just get rid of the booth uh, expert officials? <laughs> They're wrong 50% you know, of the time. Well, and when they are, they just back up the, the official. If they have it different than the official on the field, they just find a reason to agree with the officiating. And in the NFL, I mean, that's been a theme all year is how poor the officiating has been, so much so that was that Arian Foster was talking about how the games are scripted. <laughs> <laughs> people believe it. People believed it. They fell for it. <laughs> that was so dumb. It was so stupid. If you didn't listen, if you listened to twenty five seconds of it, you would know they were kidding. Yeah, you had to know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But oh man, I that was it was really headed for. I, I think we would have gone into overtime because I think the Eagles had easily enough time to get down there yeah. easily, unless they scored a touchdown, and then who knows? You know, Sad. How much time without, without that call, though, it would have been fourth and eight. They would have kicked a field goal. Right, yeah. for sure. Oh, so you they mean would if the Eagles would have scored a touchdown? Yeah, I think I the think. Eagles would have scored. Yeah, well, or could possibly, have scored. Possibly. Because they were moving th- the ball well. In the end, you just want to see the, the other team have, a, have an attempt, right? You don't want to see two kneel, yeah. two kneel downs and a field goal. No, that was a real bummer. I mean, unless Butker misses another field goal. but um, He's too good, though. You know, I was I was trying to review the whole game real quickly before we started, and and I hate doing this because it's so cliche. But you know, the mistakes in big games, coaches always say, "Oh, you know, a couple turnovers or whatever." Mistakes are so big. Hertz had the fumble, which was seven points. The sixty-three yard punt return. I mean, that's that's a, those are two big mistakes in that game. Now, Butker missed a field goal. Yeah, and um, oh, also the 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 Eagles were off sides on third and one. Yeah. And that's what led to Hertz going fumbling that ball because they probably would have called a different play, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. So there were two that's mistakes really boiled up in the one. Uh, other than that, I mean, it was a great. It was I thought it was a well played game. The feel was shit. The feel was terrible. <laughs> I got to tell you, the Super Bowl really brings out the best in Twitter. I think because there's so many funny things and comments. Oh yeah, I was getting a lot of laughs. <laughs> so earlier today, a reporter did a big thing on the NFL has spent two years preparing for this grass they put um eighty thousand dollars into it it was installed two weeks ago they roll it out every morning for sunshine just this great effort the nfl puts into it Does grass make you horny and how the real mvp of the super bowl is george toma he's 94 years old and he's been a groundskeeper his whole life and he's prepared fields for 37 pro bowls world series and every single super bowl in history and then they kick off, and everyone fucking slips and slides on the field. <laughs> Way to go, Toma. And they are just pounding lumps on 94-year-old George Toma. Why do they want to make heroes out of everyone? What is an even... The virtue signaling before the game was driving me crazy. The all-women flyover. I know. <laughs> but they should have... They should and the have, Pet Tillman Foundation. Shouldn't they have interviewed George Toma at halftime and asked him why the field sucks so bad? Why did you, why did you guys paint it? Well, you know the NFL is not going to do that. They, I know. they they try to control that thing as much as they can, and it's just you know all up with people because everyone loves football. Everyone loves it. I it know. really is a national pastime. But that the virtue signaling commercials too it was just everywhere. It was driving me a little bit crazy. Um, you know, it was a cute commercial. The girl with the flag, the flag football girl. Oh, the NFL ad. Yeah, yeah. no guy in the world yeah. can tackle her yeah, or get the yeah. flag. She burst through a door, held up by Aiden Hutchinson, as if. <laughs> Please, I, I think I think it's getting patronizing. Uh, getting it, I think it's been patronizing <laughs> for a while. Yeah, but it just seems like it gets worse and worse and worse. Um, anyway, I mean that's not going to change. I just can't help saying it. 
But uh, back to the game, um, I did uh, look at the stats. It's always kind of fun to see the post-game stats, isn't it? Yeah, is, is, so Mahomes is the MVP, right? Cause the I don't know. Who is the MVP? Yeah, it was Holmes. Three, it was Mahomes. Three touchdowns, but 182 yards passing. Yeah, 21 for 27, 182. He did, have, he did have the big scramble at the end of the they, game. They wouldn't have won if it wasn't for him. Uh, he had six carries for 44 yards, but Hurts played fantastic. He was a 20, 27 for 38. Yeah, the fumble. The fumble. 27 for 38 for 304 and a touchdown. 15 for 70 running the ball and three touchdowns. Second player ever to rush for three touchdowns in a Super Bowl. Roger Craig? Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis well, is the only one? Only two, or is it Terrell? Is it Terrell? Yeah, I think it's Terrell. Um, isn't that wild, though? I would have yeah, thought that it would have happened more than that. Nobody's had four touchdowns. And Kelsey. God, I hate him. Which one? Travis. <laughs> Tied Jerry Rice for the most postseason touchdowns? Really? Yeah. Smith had seven catches for 100. A.J. Brown had six for 96. Hurts threw two beautiful bombs. He did. Beautiful bombs. So Almost good. a third. And then uh, Kelsey, six for 81 and a touchdown. Uh, Smith-Schuster, seven for 53. Tony had the one for five in the touchdown, and Moore had one for four in a touchdown. That in motion, oh, I'm going to go back the other way play. Yeah. Twice. Two touchdowns. Yep. And, and the hold. The hold was on that play. Oh, that's right. Yeah, an out route. That was not a hold. I didn't think so. I, I mean, I don't even think you could call it a hold if you reviewed it. I uh, mean, if there was a reviewing of those plays, would they call that a hold? Uh, I I wouldn't think so. I mean, we're I watching it at slow speed, but even in real speed, I was like, they, when they threw the flag, you knew it was something because of when they threw it and where they threw it. It had to have been holding, but the second they show the replay, it's like, it's not holding. He had a snag of his jersey for a second, like at the beginning of the play. I, I don't think that's enough. And and especially under that circumstance, and that ball was thrown terribly. Yeah, He wasn't obstructing the ball, was 15 yards over his head. You gotta love the balls in that official for throwing that flag. <laughs> you know who should have... Joe uh, Pompo, it's like Joe Pomponi's <laughs> calling that game. What crazy call! <laughs> you know who should have picked up that flag? Tonight's referee, Carl Shepherds. <laughs> it's Alan Roche. They had the big balls guy out there, of yeah. course. Baby face. And don't Baby forget face. about Chris Stapleton. <laughs> and then Stapleton. I didn't see her, but somewhere along the lines was this girl. Ladies and gentlemen, Fantasia. <laughs> and that was all at Super Bowl 57. Where is Fantasia? What happened to Great Fantasia? <laughs> Her reality show was hilarious. Her weasel brother. You know, what was his name? Teeny? Was Te- it was Teeny. Something like that. God, I can't believe you have saved space in your I brain. don't want it there. Teeny. Rico. I don't want it there. It was Teeny. I think it was Teeny. So, I, I don't know. What, uh, what else did you guys want to say about the game? I'm uh, very disappointed a white person did not throw a pass because I did not win that bet. <laughs> That's a great bet. That is an I actual bet. I would have had to take that bet <laughs> if I saw it. an actual bet that I had. When you watch the Super Bowl with Mark, you have to basically know about every single one of his bets <laughs> and whether or not they're going to come to fruition. The game is not as much fun without bets. It I, really I got to bet next year. I have to. I got to have so many bets. One year I had so many bets, every play mattered, yeah. and my neighbors thought I was a lunatic gambler. <laughs> They really did. I didn't have that many, but I didn't hit on it. Oh, wait, I did hit on the the two-point conversion. conversion. That was the only one I hit on because I had a parlay of Mahomes and Kelsey on the over. I had safety. If a safety score plus 1,095, that's pretty good odds. You also had Gamewell to score the first touchdown, and he did, and they called it back. That fucking sucks. How many people were pissed about that? Nobody cares. By by the way, I would love getting email about people who got boned on bets because it's always fun. It's always fun to read those. Everyone loves bad beats. Yeah. 
But yeah, plus 200. My thinking was that, ooh, if one of these quarterbacks gets knocked out, the backup is a white guy, so there's a Caucasian to throw pass. You were hoping for for a Kelsey I thought for certain Travis Kelsey was going to throw the fucking ball because it's Or a fake punt. It's the Kelsey bowl. Yeah, you could have a punt. The punter do it. Uh, yeah, Alas. I mean, if, if somebody gets hurt, and that was possible, because uh, I wonder how much they shot up Mahomes with at halftime. I know. <laughs> you know. I know. Well, he was feeling no pain on the scramble that you had mentioned. He was so high after the game when they were talking to him. <laughs> well, that's why he got interrupted. Kelsey took a sympathy shot, too. Yeah, let's hear, let's hear that ridiculous audio. I mean, it was just everybody. It didn't come from one person. Everybody said we had to step our game up. Our defense played their ass off in that second half. Um, and our offense, we, we found a way. Man, I just want to thank everybody, man. Everybody on this team, man. We battled. Oh, sorry for my language. Uh-oh. Hey, get this man right here. My man right here. This, man. I know you're emotional. Man, one of y'all said the Chiefs were going to take it home this year. Shut Not up. A, single a lot one. of people did. Shut the fuck up. Feel it. And on top of that, next time the Chiefs say something, put some respect on our name. Go home. No, shut up. I feel right now. What a fucking idiot. I can't stand She's trying to talk to Mahomes. Go home to mommy. Go home. Bye. Go home to mommy. Go home to mommy. We knew we didn't play our best. We knew we didn't play for each other as much as we wanted to. Was that question for... It wasn't for him, was it? It was a big moment. It was a big game. A lot of guys playing a little uncharacteristic, and we were just able to... Who doesn't respect the Chiefs? Seriously, everybody does. There's no one that everybody, doesn't. Everybody does. You, you both told me, you know, going into this year, you heard what people were saying. You know, they're, they're rebuilding. Tyree. No one said they're rebuilding. Who said that? There's a what? new quarterback in the AFC, a couple new quarterbacks. You'll win the MVP, and now you win their second Super Bowl. MVP, Pat. MVP. Pat. You can't Kelsey. say about what this guy means to Kansas City in this team. What does it mean to you? And, I mean, it's just, I, I told you all before the season, we got we got Coach Andy Reid. We got guys like Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Frank. Oh, wait, Kelsey's on that team? Yeah. Travis, Jason's on the other team, Mark. Both of you can shut up now. God, shut annoying. up! Ja- uh, breaking news: Jackson Mahomes <laughs> is behind the podium and was just seen I'll with his it. phone let out. Me back it up. Yeah, let me well, get a picture. Off, of that. What is he? Six foot ten. He is huge. Tall. Let's see. Where is he? Is he? Ba- oh, there he is. There of he course, is. he's right in the middle of the shot. This is on the NFL Network. They're, they're miking up <laughs> with his laminate oh, and his phone. Oh, God. oh, get out of the shot, you jerk! Is the wife back there too? The yeah, annoying she's one? right here. He should get rid of those two. His brother <laughs> and his wife. That ankle injury and everybody's going, oh my goodness. How do you just will yourself Look at him on his fucking phone right back there. there. Yeah, it's that competitor. I mean, I think everybody on this uh, table would say it, man. That competitor in you to be Is that a skank wife on the right? His wife on the right, yeah. Oh, gosh. I used she... to really like him until those two showed up and wrecked everything. <laughs> She looks like a disaster, doesn't she? You can see it in her face. I saw a story that said that Patrick demanded that their two kids go to the game. Now, mm-hmm. one kid is like two years, not even two years old, like one year old, and the other's 11 weeks. Oh, my like, God. Why would you want them at the game? Oh, I, I honestly, I can just, she's moving her mouth right now. I just know I would not want to hear what's coming out of her mouth. I don't care what it is. There's Jackson. There's Jackson. Look at him. Do you see him dancing? What are you? Get the fuck out of here, Tom. Mahomes. Watch, watch, watch how he just bursts onto the scene here. Because <laughs> there's a shot right now on Patrick, and <laughs> then it tweet. cuts. And there he is right in the middle. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Look at this tweet he put out, too. <laughs> We're Super Bowl champs. You're not a Super Bowl Brandon, champ, I know Jackson. You, I know you already made cut the cover, but out, this Mahomes. might have Can you to do be that again, cover. Mark? I want, I want to get a picture of it for Twitter. <laughs> 
Hang on, hang on. <laughs> it's a good pause, but there you go. <laughs> you jackass. Go away. Go away. No, that's got to be for TikTok, right? Oh, or Instagram. Yeah, it has to be. Okay, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep I'll keep my eye on his TikTok. I'll I'll find out a couple commercials. I I'm gonna get this tweet posted. out. This is important. <laughs> I love this this live tweeting. Well, I hope everybody got all their food from uh, Joe's Produce. There's another holiday coming up. If you really want to press your Valentine, you need Joe's Produce Gourmet Market in Livonia. Joe's Produce Catering is full-service catering to serve all your romantic favorites. Their expert chefs create all the catering fresh from Joe's Produce Market in Livonia, so your Valentine will be blown away by the USDA Prime Choice Meats, fresh fish, seafood, and homemade bread. And don't forget the unbelievably delicious desserts. you got to love a Valentine, by the way, who will be blown away by USDA Prime Choice Meats. Don't spend your Valentine's Day working in the kitchen or waiting forever for a table at some overpriced restaurant. Call Joe's now, 248 477 4333. They'll make the food and make you look like a hero. 248 477 4333. Or go to Joe's com. Check out their menu and get started. Did you get it out? <laughs> yeah, I'm just finishing it. Can someone get a full speed tackle on this putz? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now he's talking to Brittany right in the middle of the shot there. See it? He was. Oh, jeez. He is. Go away. Don't you want someone with you know the old uh, vaudevillian uh, shepherd's hook just to grab him around the neck yes. and yank him off that screen? Um, hey, the crew at Zot Ford and Holly, they're Jones and help you get a brand new Ford while delivering exceptional deals at world-class experience. Right now, you can lease a loaded 22 Ford F-150 Super Crew XLT 4x4 as low as $292 for just 24 months. Or lease a new jammed-up 22 Ford Explorer XLT four-wheel drive for as low as three thirty-three. Also for just 24 short months. Plus, if you tell your friends it's out for your favorite gang is on the bachelor, they're gonna just tell them. Just tell them you heard it here. They're gonna kick in 500 bucks worth of accessories at no additional charge with your new F-150. Their uh, Zot Ford is still paying two grand over your appraised value when you lease or buy a new Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. Finally, Gabara and the hottest sales staff in Oakland County are still going nuts and offering 0% financing on the hot, lots of uh, new in-stock vehicles. So check out their voluptuous inventory and dazzling deals at dealsinthed.com. I feel like you guys are Patrick Mahomes. I'm trying to do this for you. What's going on? Lila just went to town on Brandon's wildly overloaded trash can. I know. This one over here is getting overloaded. This is way overloaded, though. Do we need to get a larger trash can down here? Holy shit. Well, the best part is, is like right over there are new trash bags. About a whole new box of giant trash bags. What? Don't blame my trash can for the dog's bad behavior. Why is it overloaded, though? Well, I... It's, 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 uh, I mean, it's so tempting. Any dog... You're teasing a dog. All right, go yeah. down. Good girl. If you were hungry and... It is. It's like you're trolling Lila with that with that garbage overflow. I don't... Why should it be so overflowed anyway? I mean, there's humans in this house. I apologize. Drew, look at the TV again. He's still right in the fucking middle. He will not move. It's really funny. And he towers above the set. You cannot miss him. Uh, maybe that, yeah, that's part of the you know, too. One dick. Oh, I know. And she's also getting in the picture a lot. The stupid wife. She is. Oh, man. It's so funny that you know, just, we used to never know these people. They just know. existed. You'd, you'd see their name in a story occasionally. No, we, we would be looking at it going, who's that tall asshole behind Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> that now, fucking TikTok sensation, idiot. <laughs> you might never know. No. Oh. I think my favorite tweet from the whole Super Bowl is this one. OMG, that was incredible. Legit just got chills. 
at Rihanna is as good as it gets. A plus. The visuals are groundbreaking. Her floating in the air was something. Okay, who is this? Dan Leach. Dan Leach. Dan Leach got chills from Rihanna's boring halftime performance. What? Well, we have his back, so I can't really come down too hard anymore. Did anybody in the world know that Rihanna was pregnant prior to this? Nope. No, I guess she gave a hint a few days ago. She said something about, I think I'm going to be bringing somebody extra to the game. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I didn't hear it or see it, so I, I mean, I wouldn't even know it necessarily meant that anyway. But she got out there, and she was like Britney at the VMAs. It was, it was like, is she on something? I mean, she's barely moving at all. I don't think she moved more than five feet the whole time. No, she didn't do she, It was a total phone-in. And then... <laughs> Look, she's got a great voice. Those songs are good. Everyone loves them. We get that. The performance no. was boring. Yeah, it was... It just looked like she wasn't into it. And if she didn't want to perform because she was pregnant, I mean, she's been pregnant for a while, obviously, or she's got a gut, one or the other. <laughs> well, the first thing you guys said was, no, 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 she oh, just yeah. had a baby. There was a lot of ragging about how fat she was. And then I realized, <laughs> I wait a minute, she, was she had a baby almost a year ago. It was nine <laughs> months ago. I feel, I feel like she just hadn't lost her baby weight. So I saw her, <laughs> I saw her rubbing her crotch, and then... <laughs> Drew, I got this video, dude. I missed the part where she put her hand up to her nose after yeah. rubbing her crotch, and she kind of yeah. crinkled her nose. Look at this. She puts her hand right on her vagina and then smells it. Like, Ugh. what? Now, I, I can't help but think that the NFL is not okay with that. <laughs> Probably not. Get FCC complaints or something. Yeah, is this oh, going to sure. stop Dave and Chuck now for the next few months from doing anything fun because Rihanna sniffed her... Her hand after rubbing yeah, attack her morning pussy. radio for another stupid Super Bowl halftime show. No, I mean, I, like I, I'm not going to suggest that. Oh, I'll never listen to her music. Or, I'm so mad. I'm not. I just, you know, it's it's a family event. Everyone watches the Super Bowl. Kids watch the Super Bowl. It's just a stupid. I mean, is that just for attention? Is that I, just for I, a few more clicks? Like, well, I can't really dance, so I think I'll, I'll rub my crotch and per- sniff it. Performers have been grabbing their crotches for decades now. <laughs> Remember Jackson used to grab his... Yeah, but he didn't put his hand up to his nose afterwards. Not, not on stage. I'm not terribly outraged by it. It's no, I'm not, I'm not outraged by it, but it's like, why? I don't know. And then, okay. Here this she was. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. The funny thing is that you know, no one can say it was a shitty performance. No, no, because it's Rihanna. She no. has a shield you have of to some say you kind. Have chills. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what it is, but <laughs> I knew people would be raving about it. So, uh, a couple of people said, "Oh, I can't wait to you know to to see the outrage um, over her uh, rubbing her crotch and sniffing it." I'm like, "What do you mean? You think that?" Everybody's just going to be fine with that. That that's just expected the Super Bowl for the halftime performer to rub her pussy and smell it. <laughs> you think that's that's totally normal? It's objectively fine. No, it's objectively absolutely yeah. inappropriate because you have lots of kids all ages watching the Super Bowl. It's an everybody event. It's a family event. The NFL has made it very clear. Remember Janet Jackson? Duh. I mean, that hasn't changed, right? Am I crazy? No, not at all. Not at all. So the other thing is... Okay, if, if she absolutely, she can't stop herself from rubbing her pussy and smelling it afterwards, if she can't, I would prefer that she, 
I, I just feel like for a pregnant woman, it's even more inappropriate because we're not supposed to be thinking about fucking her when she we realize she's pregnant, which she, we realize pretty quickly. There's a baby in there. Is that what you're saying? There's no, a baby just, in there. Somebody else put a baby in her, okay? So we're not all, it's not really the time that you should be begging people to beat off to you hey, when baby. you're pregnant. You gotta stop cock blocking your mom. Maybe she was high-fiving the baby yeah. for her performance. And then smelling and then it? Smell smelling it, hair, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, Baby she smell made, good. She really made a production out of smelling it, too. That's the a worst production. part. <laughs> no. production. She did. She, did, she didn't make a Watch face it. afterwards. She crinkled her nose. She did. The other, <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, it probably stunk. It probably took her by surprise. Yeah. Doesn't matter how many times you uh, prepare Some, for that. Somebody on Twitter said, uh, oh, maybe the baby peed. It's <laughs> like, What? what? Uh, yeah, that's, I don't think that's that's how that works. Biologically, really, I thought it was funny. But so anyway, um, this uh, these two people who apparently said, "Oh, Jesus, did she have to do that?" So this woman puts their pictures out because a tweet said, "We get it. No one's wanted to grab your crotch or smell you in centuries. No need to be miserable on the internet about it." <laughs> so because they complained. No one has wanted to grab or smell you in centuries. What do they look like? Do, do they look like? Uh, no, not really. Oh, okay. They, uh, I, okay, not in centuries. Maybe not in the last 10 years. I'm sure when they tweeted that, they did not expect that comeback. <laughs> no. No, I, I don't think they have a, a people lining up to touch them and smell them. But they look like fairly normal people who probably were taken aback or had kids watching. You know, I, I know. I gotta say, I, I mean, I tend smelly, to make fun. Of, I love it. I tend to make fun of people who say, "What about my kids?" But honestly, I don't know. It's just, it's just I, I don't mean to be prude. It doesn't matter to me. It really doesn't. I just think it's objectively dumb. It's an objectively bad decision at the Super Bowl. If she was, if she was performing for her own audience. Sure, they they go fucking nuts. I'm more I'm more appalled that her product placement in the middle of a Super Bowl performance. Oh, is that what yeah. the makeup thing was? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, she she pulled out her Fenty thing and yeah. you know did a little last minute uh, yeah. brush up. What I mean, is what, that? Yeah. Well, it's to promote her makeup line, which has yeah. made her a billionaire. Um, I have a feeling the NFL probably no, they're not. That they're either not going to be all. happy with that. Okay, they don't get any money also, for it. She's also a billionaire. Does she really need to plug Fenty no, at no. the Super Bowl? But she's probably more of a makeup salesman now than she even is an artist. I mean, she hasn't put an album yeah, on seven She doesn't years. tour either. No, she hasn't done anything except make babies like Kim <laughs> Adams. <laughs> she gets a Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, she, Rihanna's great. She has a lot of great songs. Like she's, she's a great fine. singer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's extremely talented. She's obviously extremely smart. I just don't know why you do that. That was just boring as shit. I could not find it was one really. negative tweet that was like, oh, what was that? I, or I expected more. Yeah, I, I saw a couple, and, and of course, um, the ones that had a following at all were just getting wailed on. <laughs> Absolutely wailed on. Well, you're not allowed to say you don't like it? No, no. I, I'm sure the media is going to say tomorrow, I guarantee you, we'll watch Morning oh, Good TV. Morning America. Oh, Rihanna, it was so wonderful. For it, yeah. And did you hear my, Michael Strahan said... Wait, I wrote it down. It was so stupid. Well, he had to say hi to her as she was leaving the field. They showed him uh, chasing her down. Why did he have to do that? Well, he just interviewed her. Um, he said, uh, uh, yeah, this the, the coordination was amazing. 
What? Meaning the dancers. The choreography? Is that what he meant to say? He called it the coordination. Let's let's say the coordination was amazing. Was it really, though? Because I didn't think it was that great. No, they they do it all the time. Yeah. I mean, they're professional dancers. It's just a bunch of white Oompa Loompas running around the field. The, The cool thing was the stage, I guess. I guess. I don't know. That I was, tend to make fun was, of people when they're... neat. She's flying. Oh, my God. She's flying. Look, Pink's flying. <laughs> was neat. I'm looking for positives, Drew. It was neat. Yeah, it was... The staging was okay. I thought those the, the outfits were kind of funny and the dancing... It's underwhelming. <laughs> but no guest either? Yeah, it was surprising. Why was there no guest? I, I don't know. She needed a guest. I was apoplectic because Jay-Z was there. So was Paul McCartney. <laughs> Just Oh, that's right. Yeah, Paul was there. That would have been great if she brought out Paul McCartney and Kanye Well, West she played the Kanye song. To do yeah. that, hilarious. Yeah, that would have been the best. Kanye probably wasn't um, allowed there. I just, seriously? Well, neither I, was her makeup she, line. She needed a guest. She, yeah. she had nothing. She didn't move. She had nothing going. Is that the first time there hasn't been a guest in a long time? I, yeah, I think it is. Did Katy Perry have one? Yes. She did. She did have one. Because I, I just, we were talking about it the other day. and uh, Did Gaga have one? I don't know if Gaga had one. But Gaga, I mean, Gaga Gaga put on a show, though. Yeah, Gaga. Oh, yeah. She didn't didn't waddle around with her baby. (laughs) 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 Honestly, she did more waddling than dancing, just saying. Um, Madonna had Nicki Minaj and somebody else. Madonna had a Brandon has a list up. I forgot the weekend didn't have one because yeah. that was that COVID year that was where the COVID he's year. just Boring. wandering. That was the worst Super Bowl. That was after. dreadful. Yeah, I'd rather. But before see that, you're right. Lady Gaga was the last one who didn't have okay. someone who popped out. Well, that was good. I mean, people like that one. And aside fine. from that, geez, I mean, it goes all the way back to like the Who in 2010. Wow. Yeah, and that's why you know, like Trudy had that list that she didn't even know what the list was when she <laughs> brought it out, but, and that's okay. I mean, that's not important. But uh, that was the criticism of the Who and Paul McCartney. He said, they "Just go out there and play their hits." Oh my God! Well, no dancers or anything. Now Rihanna just did that. I love the Who. Yeah, and uh, but she—I don't know—was she lip syncing too? I don't know. I uh, a lot of people thought she was lip syncing. There was definitely at least a backing track because there were times during "Umbrella Ella Ella." You know how it echoes yeah. there. No, I saw. I went back and looked at. It. She wasn't even near the microphone. That was my song. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I kind of think she was lip syncing. I don't know. I, I don't know her songs well enough to she's know. She's pregnant. I don't, that was that was just like the biggest blow off, wasn't it? Seriously, it just seemed she. It, it really was like Britney at the VMAs, kind of, wasn't it? You said she was phoning it in. I kind of think she, she was, was phoning it in. She was going through the motions. Did she know she was knocked up when they announced her? Uh, that's a good question. She had to have been right. She had to have known. Well, she certainly had time to let them know and say, by the way, I'm pregnant. I'm going to fucking phone it in if I have to do it. (laughs) Breaking news with Mort Krim. I apologize for interrupting, but Jackson Mahomes has posted his uh, Super Bowl victory TikTok. Great. Uh, Let's take a look. Oh, this is the one we just saw him dancing, Dan. So he's dancing. Yeah. Oh, do the heart move. Oh, he's pretending. I gotta tell you, uh, that's this, it. This, no heart move. This is gonna sound ridiculous. He's done a dance to that song before because we. <laughs> I remember that from when we watched it the other day. 
Right. That's ridiculous that you know that. Well, we watched them all the other <laughs> Barstool wrote, and so it begins. Yeah, he was the reason I was rooting for the Eagles. To tell you the truth, I got nothing against Mahomes. Yes, I just hate except, his brother. Except, Brandon, you said you were happy, and Dominic and Sue did not get another ring. That's true. Sue did not get one, but I kind of wanted Slay to get one. Yeah, I would like seeing Darius Slay get a ring. Whatever. Sue. These Sue two teams the... have recently won anyway, so it... I forgot about Jackson matter. Mahomes. Like, the third play of the game, he was completely off my mind, and I just realized <laughs> I wanted to see a good game. Which I'm disappointed in myself. I gotta say that's a great thing about football, and that's why football always wins because the product is so fucking good that all that noise about the league and all their garbage just disappears when it's being played. Um, you know, I, I made a note of this early when I was <laughs> the. I don't know what broke me. I didn't watch a ton of the pregame show, but people were sending me messages about stuff like, "Oh, did you see the?" Because it was just a virtue signaling parade, and so I started watching about. 605, mm -hmm. and there were a few commercials that were like, oh, really? Okay, whatever. And then for some reason, some, it just broke my spirit when the all-women flyover team, oh, that yeah. was what broke my spirit. <laughs> I could no longer take it anymore. <laughs> and I realized that this... Because all the men are busy shooting down balloons. This virtue signaling festival involves the chiefs. Oh, I know. I mean, isn't... Yeah. No, it's stupid. Isn't that kind of silly? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's and, and there were hypocritical, and there were people protesting. I guess, but I never saw them. Of it's like no one them. put well, them on TV. Now wait, I thought I'm sorry, guys. News with Mort Krim. Jackson Mahomes has published a second awesome. Super Bowl TikTok, and we okay. have to watch it. I apologize for interrupting. Thank you, Brandon. No, anyway, he's holding his wiener. That's it. Eight That's seconds. Nothing. That's nothing. Where he holds his wiener. <laughs> the first comment is, I wanted the Eagles to win so I didn't have to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, that's why we all wanted the Eagles to win. <laughs> I was worried about this. You're not even wearing red. <laughs> My bro, worst nightmare. Bro, bro probably blew the refs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this this whole nepo baby this whole nepo baby thing yeah. is really it's just getting crazy. Somebody called him in the, uh, there was a, they broke down the words, but it's brother of a Nepo baby because Pat Mah Patrick Mahomes is the son of Pat Mahomes who was That's an athlete. true. So he is a Nepo baby. His father played in the big leagues. Yeah. But he's he's like a Nepo brother and a Nepo baby. And he's bragging about all this wealth that has nothing to do with him. I, know. I don't get it. Except I guess he has branding yes, he deals because of his TikTok. And I would think, <laughs> almost think he is so hated. So absolutely despised. I would think that some of these people who are trolling him would be calling those advertisers and telling me, get the fuck away from him. Stop giving him money. Do you want to be? Stop encouraging him. Do you want to be associated with a guy who, when no. he puts out a TikTok, every comment is negative? No. I, I don't think so either. I think it's insane, except that they maybe they think they're getting a piece of Patrick too. But they're not. They know no, they're not. I, not really. That's the thing. Patrick is so likable, and yet... <laughs> His I think that's brother and his wife is very unlikable. I think that's the kind of buy that if you're not aware of how much people hate oh, him, you yeah. ought to be fired. Yeah. Just like people that buy WJR radio <laughs> should yeah, probably be point. fired too. Speaking of nepotism, did you see the Kevin Bacon ad? This was pregame. I did. I did not. With his for it's for Hyundai. And it's with his daughter. It's like him and, and she's like, Dad, you got a new car? And it's like, why why are they in an ad together? And where's his wife. he's probably trying to help her career. 
I imagine but she was just in a movie. She was just in that smile movie. She's got a career. Yeah, I just, that seems of like course such she a does. Stupid fucking ad. Hey, did you guys see any crypto ads this year? <laughs> no, they were banned. They they were not yep. accepting any. That was from the NFL, I think. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense, I guess. I mean, look how stupid it looks now. Uh, yeah, I know. How humiliated must like a Matt Damon be? What a f- Tom what? Brady, Larry David, Tom Brady. I just expect doesn't know any better. Because he took a huge deal. I mean, he was actually at a crypto event being interviewed by S. That he was Sam Bankman-Fried, yeah. and his wife had a, had a job. Yeah. So she was probably getting a lot of money. Matt Damon, well, Tom Brady, I guess, is in the same league. They both are so hugely successful, so wealthy. Why would they ever do that? And the, the answer to that question, from what I read over the weekend, is they paid them so much fucking money, they just felt they couldn't turn it down. Um, there were people that did turn it down for that very reason. Well, who were those? Because people? they thought, "What am I going to do when this thing goes f- screeching to the ground?" Shouldn't, shouldn't we know who those people are? Yeah, it'd be nice to know. I, I would like to know that. Hmm. But it just said that they were not the only people that were approached. It didn't get very specific about it. Hmm. Um, let's see. I will hawk any crypto for a pull barn. Just saying. For a pull barn? <laughs> just saying. No. I'll do it. I'll sell uh, out. I don't give a fuck. Okay, Mark, you mentioned that Jason Alexander, as in Britney Spears' oh, yeah. first husband, was at the Super Bowl. Let me find that. Well, I always find those stories fun that are, um, you know, celebrity sightings over the weekend. Uh, one was a big, you know, show where Paris Hilton performed. I'm like, do people get excited what? to see Paris Hilton perform her one song? Where she doesn't even do anything. She just hits what start. Wait, she, she oh, she was DJ she performing sang. or she singing? Sang. What's that one song called? Like, Stars Are Blind or Stars something? Stars Are Aligned. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah stars Are Blind, maybe. Some people were all pumped up about that. No, they're not. Nobody wants to see her live. <laughs> Ch- check her concert. Say, though, she looked good. I mean, the picture of her looked Paris really good. Paris is like a fart in a mitten. You know it's there. You can't stand it, but you can't get rid of it. Oh, she still looks great, but she's not entertaining as a musician, and I don't think she tours, does she? No, no. She just Can you a, check her her setlist FM? She just had a baby. Her setlist FM will be that one song that's, every time. That's what I mean, but I, baby. I think she, they're rare. She made some other broad have the baby. She's still a mother. If okay, Paris Hilton so, could make a lot of dough touring, she'd be touring. She'd be doing venues yeah. all over the place. Well, she when she was a DJ, she was making a ton of money doing that, which is embarrassing for all humans. <laughs> so Radar Online is the one that got the scoop that I'm sorry, it wasn't Jason Alexander. I was wrong. It was Kevin Federline. <laughs> I had him wrong. Oh, Kevin I told Federline. You about it. Yeah, Kevin well, Federline. That's, that's ridiculous, too. Uh, Kevin Federline doesn't seem to be concerned about his ex-wife, Britney Spears, in her inner circle having a planned intervention, calling the singer's erratic behavior, taking time bam. Instead, he jetted off to Arizona to party ahead of the Super Bowl. On her money. Oh, On her yeah. money. That's true. That's the only money he gets, 60 grand a month from her for the two kids. Well, he's injured, so he can't dance, and he can't get another job. He's able he was, for life. He was born to be a dancer, so he can't do any other jobs. The former professional dancer mis- turned Mr. Spears looked unbothered by his ex-antics while uh, hanging at the Pepsi Zero sugar party. So that's where he was. Wow. Uh, by the way, uh, friend of the with- show, friend of the show. What up, Detroit? This is Kevin Federline, and you're listening to the Drew and Mike show. That's what's up. You better fucking ask somebody. Listen to who he was hanging with at this party. Mario Lopez. <laughs> Scott Eastwood? Who the hell's Scott Eastwood? Clint's Clint Eastwood's kid, son. isn't it? Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> Reggie Bush. 
and Michael Irvin. What Michael Irvin's been kicked so Wait. hard, he's has to hang out with K-Fed. Oh my God, that is that's horrible. Wait, Irvin's, what a punishment that is. Michael Irvin stayed in Arizona. Yeah, we, I yeah. thought he went back to Dallas. Well, he got no, kicked he out stayed. of his hotel. They moved him to another hotel. And the latest we've learned is that he's now suing, I believe, the hotel and the accuser for a hundred million dollars for getting him kicked out of the Super Bowl. The well, accuser, by the way, did you know she worked at the hotel? No. So it sounds like that's one reason why the hotel was taking her side. Do we know? Have, do we have Nothing. any idea Nothing. what he did? Zero. No information. They, they better produce something or there's going to be a, they may have a problem. They have this big lawsuit. $100 million dollar lawsuit. It did sound like he was drunk, though. It did, yeah. Because he, he didn't remember me. Well, there were pictures of him that were posted that night with four dudes that I don't know who these guys are, but he was just hanging with them. And the next morning when they kicked him out, he was trying to get in touch with those four dudes to say, hey, you were with me. Back me up on this. But they wouldn't let him. They're like, no, you're gone. You're gone. You're gone. Well, he yeah. went to, but he's there. I think he, he got in touch with them. Those four guys are mentioned, too, in the lawsuit as to, like, hey, there's witnesses that I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. There's oh, got to be something really bad in the video, though. Yeah, I, I'm... Boy, I'm going to wait and see on that one because, you know, Michael Irvin got accused of something before and proved he didn't do it. Remember oh, Dallas? That's right. yeah. yeah, he oh, was yeah. accused of, of raping someone. Yeah. I mean, right. that was a messy... The, the, that Cowboy White House the White team... White House is awesome. <laughs> It was the Leon Lett era. Yeah. Come on, Leon. <laughs> Wait, who was the other? Who was, was it Nate Newton? Wasn't Nate, yeah, Nate Newton a big... Uh, He's been busted for some big <laughs> supplies of pot. He had a ton of pot in his car. Okay, so Kevin Federline. Uh, LeBron was booed. Yep. LeBron was the only celeb booed. <laughs> no, um, when they announced the winner of the Walter Payton Award, which honestly took a half hour to give out. I don't know why, because they had to run all these produced videos and whatnot. They also called it the, um, how did they tout it, Brand? It was the most prestigious award the NFL gives out, to yeah. which I said, no, I think Super Bowl MVP or league MVP yeah, would be a little more prestigious. I would say so. Or making but, the Pro Bowl. But, but the winner was Dak Prescott, and as soon as they announced it, after this nice intro, he was just rained with booze because it was a lot of Eagles fans there. <laughs> and that's the award for being like the best guy in the, the community. The nicest guy, yeah, the most helpful guy, and here he gets the shit boot out of him. He that's beat golf. I did not That's picture. Right. By the way, I, I saw that Goff was our representative. What did he do? Do you remember what Goff was doing in the community here? No. Golf? I'm not, I'm not saying he's he was. still not the quarterback. I don't care what anybody says. Barber doesn't care about his charitable contributions. Uh, I'm they? not saying he wasn't doing anything, but usually you hear about it because the team makes you hear about it or the NFL makes a big deal about it. And it kind of pisses me off sometimes because people are doing. Fairly normal things that regular people do all the time, and they're like, oh, my God, he did that? Yeah. He I, handed I, out turkeys on the, oh, my God. He must have done something with Mitch, right? Because Mitch used to do it with uh, Matt Stafford, so when they got traded, I just assumed. No, he's on 97.1 with, Is he really? with Carson Anderson. I know. It sounds riveting. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Golf, golf, the uh, most. Sorry. Is doing philanthropy and outreach in Detroit and L.A. where he lives, or something like that. So oh, good for wait, him. Wait, what's he? It said he's making somebody's lives better. Yeah, making I don't. The lives of young people better through his academic and financial assistance. Wait, does that mean he sounds, writes a check or he Venmo's a big pile of cash? So generic. <laughs> I know it's very generic. Humans helping humans. <laughs> right. The human fund. 
He's, uh, let's see, he's helping out a lot of schools in L.A. Oh, he's doing great things in L.A. He hosted virtual reading session. Virtual reading session? School events. I don't know. You know, he seems like a good guy, I have to say. Yeah. I, I've been impressed with no him. No problems with him, except I like on golf. the field. He's rarely in trouble. Talking about he had a great season. Shut up. He did. Golf? He did. I don't think he's still the answer, though. Barbara and I. Yeah. Well, you and Barbara. He's in a pod. Go ahead. Oh, my God. You mentioned Strahan. Um, and I don't know, did you see his interview with DeMar Hamlin before the game? Okay. I'm just going to say it. I am DeMar Hamlin no. out. <laughs> I I, honestly, stop it. Some people are when saying. They, when <laughs> they had Goodell on the screen with Mama Kelsey and DeMar Hamlin, I mean, I, that was the biggest eye roll I've ever made in my life. And I don't even want to describe the genie wish that came out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, that was the best call of the night was Ed Kelsey not sitting with her. Because who yeah. would want to be distracted by those two? Nobody hates Ed Kelsey. Um, somebody else was saying, too, when they were um, talking about all the people on the field that saved his life, you know, the first responders, because the NFL, well, that's more virtue signaling by the NFL. Oh, the people who were doing their jobs, you mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Tamar Hamlin came out in between them all. Somebody said, what if he had a heart attack right then and there again? <laughs> yeah, that was you that said that. But, what? But I cannot believe that the Bills athletic <laughs> trainer received an MVP vote. Yeah, from... Um, oh, stop. Um, That's Colbert. bullshit. Colbert, right? Wasn't she the one that That's gave That's her it getting attention for her. She's yeah. virtue signaling herself. Yeah. The one who Joe Namath wanted to kiss. <laughs> That's right. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so Strahan interviews DeMar Hamlin before the game, and it was the most generic... Boring interview because Demar. He, he, I'll give Strahan credit. He starts with the question of, "So what was going through your mind when you after you made that tackle? What what do you remember?" And he's like, uh, "I don't want to talk about that." It's like, wait, oh, that's, thanks a lot. That's, that's all anybody thing. wants to know. And so then it was just the whole uh, the winning at life story. You know, when he came out of the coma and just a whole bunch of niceties. Did he, which, did he go, "Hey, by the way, your your pocket's pretty fat. You eleven million on that GoFundMe, hubba hubba." I know. He said he's going to do big things to change the world, which, okay. once again, kind of generic. I, he should know, win. I got to tell you, if he doesn't win the Walter Payton Award next year, I want an accountant to look at that money. He'll win the comeback player of the year. I acknowledge he seems like a really good guy. I, I'm really delighted that he's okay. It's just, of course. It's a body double. Why is it's he being foisted in our face just like all the, the time? Just like the Kelsey's. It's not his fault for no, that. No, it's not his fault. But I am Demar Hamlin out. It, I mean, that's that's just a fact. Yeah. He's the face of Demar Hamlin, so I can't help it. It's everybody else glomming onto it. That's just a just nauseating. Uh, well, let's see. Any commercials anybody really liked? Uh, I can tell you when I hate it. <laughs> okay. And it was right out, right out of the gate. It was the Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts. He seemed fine in it, but then that bitch J Lo drives up and just starts nagging him, and I felt so terrible for him. I wanted him to get a drink. Smoke a cigarette and go gambling. Hey, hey, don't forget, he chose that life. Oh. Did you see I mean, that? He, he knew this before and went back to it and got married. I, I think he was overwhelmed by a couple sexual experiences that he had not had in 18 years and just got completely carried away. Did not take the long view at all. Once again, like people that sponsor Jackson Mahomes and use him as an influencer yeah. to sell their product, doesn't Dunkin' Donuts know that? Maybe we don't want her in the ad. That's not so cutesy cutesy. No, I'm going to be in it. And then she says she's bitching him like, let's go. Yeah. And so he just goes, what are you doing I got to go, guys. Which the punchline should have been, look, no pants. <laughs> she clearly is wearing the pants. 
No, that was awful. I, I don't know. The, most of the spots just go in and out. I don't understand the Caddyshack Michelob Ultra ad. Yeah. The redo with the Serena was, Williams being in every single commercial. Oh, that's Serena Williams. Okay, yeah. She was in two companies' commercials. Yeah. Which, you know, honestly, 10 years ago, that would have been like, oh, what a faux pas. That's terrible. But now... I, I don't think people give a shit where you get your money. They really don't. It's like, oh, she's got money. Wow, that's great. Well, she, only fans, oh, good for her. It's like, what? Do an ad for, uh, for Remy Martin, too. I mean, honestly. It's really weird. Getting, uh, getting a PhD in finance or getting a law degree, if you make your money on OnlyFans and you make more, people would view you as more successful, period. <laughs> they, I, I don't think most young people would even no. know, think there's a difference. No. They just go, oh, maybe he should have gone into OnlyFans instead of spending all that money in law school. Wasting all to that make time. Like 200 grand a year. Jeez. What a loser. Is he even a partner? Can Tony even, Romo was in even a couple, dance? quite a few, too. <laughs> now, see, yeah, what's, gonna, he, what's he make on his OnlyFans? I got to say, Tony Romo's uh, cameos in the commercials actually kind of made me laugh because he was, he was the Bill Murray character. In the caddy. Oh, shack. that was Tony Romo? Yeah. And then there was another one, too. Oh, the he one. He was the quarterback and, uh, with and the kids. Snoop, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Tony Romo's a very likable person, though. Yeah, I think so. Um, well, the Will Ferrell ad was kind of cool, where he played all the different characters from Netflix commercials, but I just don't understand the concept of an ad for General Motors electric cars that are going to be featured in Netflix shows going forward. That's really a weird concept. Why not just I, sell me the car? I think uh, the car companies are viewed as going through problems or something if they don't have a Super Bowl ad. It's almost like they're supposed to. So they got Netflix to pay for half of it? Maybe. Uh, did you like the Kevin Hart ripoff of Austin Powers with Ludacris and Undertaker and... Oh, with the name Tony Hawk, yeah. With an, it's it's such a blatant ripoff. Yeah. It's, just... it's kind of... It's sort of funny, I guess. I mean, you see, a, you see a lot of celebrities, but, I mean, there were just piles of celebrities in every ad. I was thinking it was just a cash register, all the money these people are making. I yeah. really love that T-Mobile one with Travolta. That no. was just great. What? You did not like it, and I didn't like it either. I don't think I even saw it. What? what? You didn't see it? No. It was the one where they're singing, tell me more, and, and for some reason, they're like, hey, John Travolta was in Greece, so who should we pair him up with? How about the two dudes from Scrubs that have nothing to do with Greece? <laughs> Zach Braff and the... What? Yeah. Wait, Olivia Dude, John just died. Isn't that disrespectful? No, John said that's what she would have wanted. <laughs> you know what else John said for the ad? No. I can't believe I'm bald. <laughs> He's bald again. Like, totally bald. He looks ridiculous. He looks so stupid. I can't believe I'm bald. <laughs> Did he actually reference Olivia Newton John? No. no oh, okay. I, I, was, I was almost believing you. Try T-Mobile, it sets up so fast. It's like Wi-Fi that runs on 5G. Ah, from T-Mobile, no, you see. No, tell me more, tell me more. One cord's all that you need. Tell me more, tell me more. Don't you worry about speed. Isn't that embarrassing? I believe it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just really bad. <laughs> Why pay more? Paying more sucks. I wish Travolta and Zach Braff had made out at the end of the spot. <laughs> Donald Faison got jealous. I just don't know if it made the cut. <laughs> That's what T-Mobile can do. Okay, so which dumb ad are they going to say, Oh, this is the most popular. Everyone loved this one. Oh, boy. Is the USA Today uh, ad meter out yet? Oh, I'll look, I'll look for it. I did see a funny tweet regarding... 
Um, did you see the Google Pixel ad where you f- they're fixing yes. the pictures? Which I gotta say, I have a problem with that ad. The the premise of the ad is that you can fix all your pictures by taking the people in the background out. But every example they had, I'm like, well, that's what makes that picture funny. Is that that guy's doing that in the background, or that kid's doing that in the background? Yeah, like, I those... think it was just a way to sell a commercial. I, I know. I, I got it. Um, the part. <laughs> But there was a tweet that said no commercial. How, let me actually. I don't want to. I don't want to mess up the uh, paraphrasing. So I, I was annoyed by Amy Schumer coming. Ah, oh, you can take out your exes. I know that was Did unnecessary. They, those were her actual exes, weren't they? Didn't they show a couple of her actual oh, I exes? Don't, I don't. I'm not. I don't know who they are. I can tell you right now on who's dated who dot com. Yeah, let's let's see, ladies and gentlemen. She plowed through Anthony Jeselnik over to. Uh, Dirk, what's this guy's name? The guy Nick, from the WWE? Nick Nemeth. Ah, uh, yeah, he's got a Dolph Ziggler. Uh, and then over to Ben Hanich, Amber Rose, which was weird, and currently the chef. Oh, Chris she had a Lesbo sure. thing with Amber Rose? Apparently, according to the World Wide Web. Is that real? Yeah. Seriously? Well, she's bad. I mean, oh, Amber Rose is by, but I didn't think Schumer was. Not that I care. Mm. The tweet was, Google Pixel is your clubhouse leader for the best ad with literally zero potential boost in product sales. Because nobody buys a Pixel phone. Hey, Google, show me photos <laughs> of me and Loretta. Show me Loretta's tits at her peak. <laughs> <laughs> so the Athletic actually ranked them. Uh, I know this isn't USA Today, but the Athletic okay. went ahead and they put the Sam Adams Brighter Boston commercial as the best one. I didn't even see that. No, I saw he's it, from Boston. And so. it wasn't very good. Number two was the Uber one, one uh, okay, hit. I, okay, pile on me all you want. I kind of like that ad. I don't remember with, it. With I must have missed it. I didn't care for it. Number three, Pepsi Zero Sugar with Ben Stiller. I also didn't like it. But but he brought back Zoolander. He did Blue Steel. Yeah, no, you know, that wasn't bad. I, I just thought it was, uh, uh, the look, connection was stupid, though. I don't, I mean, I guess I shouldn't judge the commercial, but I should just judge the, or the connection to the advertiser, but just rather the amusement level of the commercial, because, no, I was, just okay. remember, just remember, the bar is very, very low. The Bud Light commercial with Miles Teller, that got number four. Oh, that, no, fucking stupid. And then the uh, GM and Netflix ad got number five. I always like Will Ferrell doing almost anything. The uh, Popcorners, Breaking Bad, got six. Uh, the Crown Royal Dave Grohl practices gratitude made, made gets no number sense. seven. Yeah, no made sense. zero sense, but I like Dave Grohl, so I, I just love seeing Dave Grohl. The Ram Premature Electrification, which um, is a, Cute a idea. Jagged. They're making fun of E.D., and the idea is that you're nervous because you're going to run out of electricity, and of course they have all the answers, blah, 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 blah. Number nine goes to Dunkin' Donuts and Ben Affleck, uh, but it was spoiled by J-Lo. In fact, they have it here, so I might as well queue up the spot where J-Lo comes in and ruins the whole thing. Yeah, but the best, I mean, did she really ruin it? Because it was pretty terrible. Oh, you know what? This isn't anyway. the right one, so never mind. And then number ten was actually my favorite, Bush, cold and smooth survival skills with, oh, with Sarah, uh, McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin, who looks pretty good. That actually, that was okay. That was a good commercial. Yeah. So. Did you see that one? I don't think I. Yes, I did. You know, she I sings did. the song. I didn't even all, know what it was. She sings this, the her song is used for all the dogs, the ASPAS. Okay. CA commercials. Yeah. Uh, there's there are a few commercials there that I thought were taking liberties, assuming people knew a lot about certain people. Sure. Like uh, they can do the that. Clueless to, chick. Yeah, they do that today because of the internet, right? Because if you really wonder, I guess. But I would want people to know on first viewing or sure. you know pretty quickly what the reference is. And you're referencing Clueless. That's a movie from, isn't that 98 or something? Yeah, but you knew it was Clueless right away, didn't I you? I did. Yeah. I don't know if younger people did. Okay. Maybe I'm really stupid. What are Maya-coated M&Ms? They had Maya Rudolph. 
doing the ad? Is it because that just happens to be her name? I think so. I think that was just kind of the, the play on the M&Ms. But remember when they were talking about retiring the M&Ms because of all the controversy a couple of weeks ago? I wasn't really paying attention, but somebody said that they smelled kind of a, a rat in this and that this isn't going to end up being a Super Bowl ad. And sure oh, enough, I, they it were was. blowing. They, they were making a big deal about nothing. Nobody yeah. cares about MMs. Shut no, up. No, but they used it. They tried to use it for their advantage. Like the MMs. No, were I canceled think they made, they made it up, return. though. Yeah. I don't believe that. Um, okay. What's his name? John Hamm and Brie. Brie Larson? Brie Larson, not Brie Olson. Brie Olson is so the, the porn star. star. Sorry. It's not for the Hellman's thing, and then Pete Davidson opens the refrigerator, yeah. and they're little people, and then he's going to eat them, and then they're big people while watching him eat them yeah. as little people. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I was annoyed as soon as Pete Davidson entered the picture. I was yeah, like, but, but so is John Hamm's character in the ad. He's like, God, you really are everywhere. <laughs> he said that was the line in the commercial. <laughs> Is, are most are a lot of people sick of Pete Davidson, or is that just? Uh, no, I yeah. I, I think I his think movies were pretty good, and I think he did some good stuff. But he is everywhere. Life, He's on all these commercials. He's, He's got like a new girlfriend now. He does. Yeah, they were spotted this, at a Knicks game. Who's this whore? I don't know. Just some chick. I, I'm fine with him having the hottest girlfriend all the time. I don't want to hear about him needing to go into therapy to get over it, and him having to go off social media and not wanting to be alive, and all this bullshit. If he can't handle it, then stop talking about it. Go away. Go away. Um, yeah, they were at a, here they are, and he's all masked up for the most of the game, so no one bothers him. Yeah, she's cute. I don't know who she, she is. She is adorable. Her name is Chase Sue. Okay. Um, when Amber Rose came up, though, it just reminded me, <laughs> I saw that she was on Hilo with Emrata, oh. the Emily Ratajkowski yeah. podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I just knew, oh, my God, that's going to be almost unbearable just from based on what I know about both of them. And it was, I'm going to make some, I'm going to get some actual timestamps tomorrow, Brandon. Okay. Cause it started out where she's right away talking about her, her slut walk. Okay. <laughs> it's just, which is to deal with all the trauma from this myriad of things. And she describes, so yeah, there's a lot of crying and then we do this, which is really fun. And, and, and she's like, Oh, that sounds like fun. Anyway, I was so taken aback by it. She's like, We're taking the word slut back. They've got it back. I, I love sluts. Sluts I, rule. What, what do you mean, t- taking the word slut back? Slut. From who? Mitsubishi slut. So no one can be a slut. It's impossible to be a slut once you take the word back. No one's allowed to call anyone a slut based on it. There's no such thing as a slut because there are sluts. We love them. They're great. Anyway, I only listen to. To just 20 or 30 minutes, and I heard, among other things, that she has a 10-year-old and a 4-year-old. She sleeps with both of them. They both sleep in the bed with her. What? And, of course, that's great. Emily Radikos like, oh, yeah, that's wonderful. I totally understand that. And then she's t- talking about how she's explained to the kids that she was a stripper years ago. And, you know, um, that that's okay. Yeah, mommy's got to pay for the food and all that stuff and the, the toys and the games. And then uh, mommy's on OnlyFans, too. And, you know, mommy has to do some things in the nude and... So uh, she, she's been nude around the kids pretty much all her life, mm-hmm. just to let them get used to nudity. Yeah, that's normal. And, um, and so, so then she's telling a story about her 10-year-old with a friend, and they're asking her, Miss um, Amber, uh, what, 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 uh, what should we look for in girls? I think they're 10 years old, really. 
And so the the friend at some point says, "Well, I want a girlfriend that's not on OnlyFans." Yeah, and then good good kid. Her ten, kid's being raised right. Her ten year old son got in his face like, "Hey, you don't know what that's all about, man. That's what my mom has to do to put food on the table." And uh, no, your like, mom doesn't have to do it. First of all, I want and a forensic they, accountant. I don't believe that any of that happened. And then do they bully that kid? <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, I'm beating off your mom again, dude. She's I, naked right here. I just can't believe that all this money gets thrown at these people who just really aren't qualified to give advice. And then Emrata and Amber Rose, who, by the way, um, they they tell you these things as if they are 120% certain they're sure, right. Sure, You know, like, it's the only way. They totally agree with each other. <laughs> and Amber Rose, at the beginning, said that she's not dating anyone and doesn't want to date anyone with a penis attached to him because men are so shitty and, you know, she's had these bad experiences. Well, she's been dating Kanye West. Well, did, um, did she tell her 10-year-old kid that, too? I, mean, I don't know. If you're probably. Be that open she to, shares everything with her kid. I mean, kids. it's a boy, right? So is she going to tell that 10-year-old that men are shit? Yeah, probably. Okay. No, no, he's a feminist. I'm sorry. The 10-year-old's a feminist, and so is the 4-year-old. Ah, so he's gay. So does Amber, <laughs> does Amber Rose go through who's dated who of 44 dudes with her kid? She dates... The biggest shit bags. And she's I mean, the common denominator. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's you, Amber Rose. Well, I would say she, if she didn't date the most famous people possible. It's the only know, reason why she's famous. Who are people who are in trouble all the time, too, and commit a lot of crime. She might do a little better. People learned of her because she dated Kanye West. Right. And then after that came Madonna, Diddy, Chris Brown, LeBron James, who's married, Reggie Bush, Fabulous, Eddie Murphy, Daryl Revis, Drake, Amari Stoudemire, uh, Wiz Khalifa, a couple chicks, which is hot. Nick Simmons. Nick Simmons. That's yeah, that's Gene. Gene. That's, G- that's my son. Oh Nick my Simmons. God, Gene Simmons' kid, Nick Cannon, uh, who I'm surprised didn't knock her up. James Harden, Lil Wayne, uh, and Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, Amy Schumer, apparently she nailed her. Uh, Mel <laughs> Beckham Jr., Eric Andre. These are all famous people. And guess Miles what? White. They all cheat on her. Uh, it's Joe crazy. Hutton. They're all dishonest. They're Offset. all liars and dishonest. So she's not doesn't Akon. want anyone who has a penis anywhere near her, and she doesn't have time for them anyway because her life is totally focused on her kids. Ben Simmons, uh, Twenty One uh, Savage, Kyrie Irving, Monte Morris, and the latest some dude named A. E. Kyrie Irving. Yeah, that's a lot of famous wiener. I, I was reading about the, the story about her being in Emily Ratajkowski's um, podcast. <laughs> it's, here's it's here's un- some whoppers. She said. Don't be scared, Amber Rose told Redikowski. These kids, if they don't learn it from you, they're going to learn it from TikTok and Instagram. I'm like, well, why? Why they, Don't put them on there. Why are they going to learn it from TikTok? Oh, about OnlyFans, yeah. yeah. And about her mom's. She she, their mom's stripping. She then reminded Radikowski, you're famous. Your son, by the time he's five, he's going to start Googling you and seeing everything. If you don't have those conversations now, to which I say, first off, you're five. They don't, don't have a computer and get on Google unless you let them on the computer. Yeah. And number two, there's no way that Sebastian Bear McLeod knows how to spell Radikowski. <laughs> and that kid can't read anyway. So I guess he's just going to have to look at images of her, which she's already seen that because she's nude all the time. Yeah, no, there, there was so much bullshit in this conversation. I can't wait to timestamp it. What else is in the story about there? Um, ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, when my son is 20, this is Amber Rose talking again, 30 years old, he's not going to be like, Mom, I hate you because you were a stripper before I was born. It's just the dumbest shit. I don't understand how people think it's a big deal. Well, you're kind of making it the big deal by having to explain it to him. And Nice just assuming. Well, that's part of, of teaching him to be a feminist, which is what Emily Ratajkowski is going to, she's going to raise her son to be a feminist too. But, but By the it, way, this is a brand of wait, feminism I really don't understand. So he's going to he's gonna automatically hate her because she was a stripper then if he wasn't a feminist? 
I guess so, or would think or, she was a or, slut or something. Or maybe if you stupid just, kid's got its own Instagram. Maybe already. if you just love the kid and raise the kid with love, he's not going to hate you as your mom and just doesn't care what you did. Well, I, I'm not it's, sure that most kids don't give a shit. Is feminism? I mean, is it a feminist ideal to have only one way to make money, which is to be on OnlyFans? Check you know, your misogyny. No, I think being the idea naked is, and the being idea a stripper. Is if, if a woman wants to do that, that's fine. And I'm, yeah, you're that's, as good as any man. What do I care? But, but you know what? There's pitfalls. She there's does. pitfalls to every decision you make. That's, that's all she one. does. And also, all, most of what she's gotten into has yeah. come as a result of her famous boyfriends. Exactly. Yeah. Just so, like a woman. I'm not really sure that's a kind of feminism that that um, that they're talking about. It's not your typical feminism. Yeah, not really. I was but, just. They but were God just, bless her. Oh, does she hate men? Women oh are all mixed God. up nowadays, right? They seem to have forgotten that their biological imperative is to have babies. They uh, were just showing the highlights of the Super Bowl, <laughs> and when the Eagles scored that last touchdown, they was a shot of Bradley Cooper. Yeah. In the press box, going, "We fucking got this!" We got it. Which reminded me, his ad was so goddamn annoying. Did you see oh, his, with ad? his mother? Yes. Yeah, that was horrible. I hated every second of that commercial. He he cracks up every time his I, mom says anything. I think he wants to nail his mom. Looks like he's it. got that sexual chemistry that he had with Lady Gaga with his mom. Why was why was he laughing so hard? Because it's his mom. He thinks she's hilarious and she's not. <laughs> no, she. And is that commercial? I assume came from the fact that she couldn't remember her lines. Yes, that was the whole was point. I yes. see. Okay, Hila- and hilarity ensued. Brilliant. All right, we got to get to a couple. A big genie wish of mine came true, and something I prayed for night after night after night, and I, know what I, it I is. can't wait to talk about it. But uh, I want to mention. Let's see. We should have had Eli on after the show. It just dawned on me. Oh, I didn't hear from him. He's been asleep for hours. Eli? Yeah. I didn't watch the game. Eli. Um, there's a YouTube star called Mr. Beast, a college dropout Bullshit. named Jimmy Donaldson. His channel reached 130 million subscribers last month. The Guinness World Record is, um, oh, that is the Guinness Book of World Record. He's worth over 100 million, and his current stunt is paying for cataract removal for a thousand broker homeless people who were blind or nearly blind and couldn't afford the surgery. His latest video on it reached over 32 million views by last Sunday, and when the people emerged from their surgery, Many broke down crying to have their distance vision restored. Dr. Yaldo has done thousands of these surgeries with the advent of multifocal lenses in the last 10 years. He does lens replacement for people 45 plus, including many of you guys who wanted great vision, both at distance and importantly, all close up. So you would not need reading glasses. So dial 1-800, what's the number? 1-800-398-EYES? Yep. Yeah. Why? If I don't write oh, it down boy. right now, I'll never write it down, and I'll be stumped by it every fucking day. One one eight hundred three nine eight eyes. All right, and visit yaldoicenter.com, Right. Correct. Yaldo Center. I love lesbians. It's hard to operate with a small staff sometimes. Mm. I'm a bitch. But uh, <laughs> what? I, I've recently pulled some Eli clips. Like the butthole is very small. Yeah, that's a good one. Or and, I think Kanye West is the first black white supremacist. Uh, you probably know about how Legacy Partners Insurance can save you money in your home and auto. Many of you do because they've saved you money. But they also specialize in small business insurance, and they do insurance on any kind of business of any size. And they want to make that very clear. 
once we got the small business part, because there's so many small businesses now. They'll also help you negotiate Medicare. I've gotten some great feedback on people who needed help with that and got it from Legacy Partners. They shop around because they're independent. That's why they've gotten so many people a better deal and save people money. So get quoted on something. Call Legacy Partners at 586-209-4106. That's 586-209-4106 for Legacy Partners. And then uh, NordVPN protects you against bandwidth throttling from Internet service providers where they'll slow down your Internet towards the end of your contract to get you to upgrade. They also get you to switch your country IP address to access you to Netflix, Disney+, Plus, and any platform in other countries for less than in the U.S. YouTube Premium for much cheaper in foreign countries than the U.S. Unparalleled browsing security and protection from hacking of personal data. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash dams, D-A-M-S, for Drew and Mike Show. Or use the code DAMS to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free and a bonus gift. It's risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Okay, so... Hey, did Gronkowski make his kick of destiny? No. Thing? No, he, he missed it. Yeah, it blew way left. When did he even do it? It was in a commercial, wasn't it? Yeah. I totally missed that. It was fake. The it, wind it, was it, it made it look like the wind blew it at the last second, like 20, 20 feet. The whole thing was fake? I don't know. What if you bet on it? I have no idea, Mark. I, I just, all I know is I saw it and was like, they just, that's fake. They did something to the ball oh. and made it go wide left. These nuts! Well, that was a lot of buildup for nothing. I know. Glad you like the marketing so much, though. Glad you're so susceptible to the marketing. It's well, good to know people are out there we like were that. Inundated with it. I, I, wanted to know, I wanted to know if he was going to make it. So stupid. It's dumb. <laughs> okay, so uh, Megan Fox and, and Machine Gun Kelly, if you remember, uh, 36-year-old Megan Fox left Boring Austin Green yes. and pretty much left the three kids, too, mm -hmm. to spend all her time with Machine Gun Kelly, and they go to the jungle in South America to take psychedelic drugs and then brag about it when they get back. They drank each other's blood or something, too, didn't they? They sure did. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they do it all, and they, they are the most in love of anyone out there. They gave each other uh, matching STDs. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. Yeah, everything just went... I mean, they went from the most in love to apparently zero <laughs> in 24 hours because... She got home from a Super Bowl party, deleted all pictures of Machine Gun Kelly. Then she puts out a bunch of raunchy selfies like, I'm available, look how hot I am. All right, good. Good for her. And it's did you see, this. did either of you guys see the selfies? No, but I want to. There's some Yahoo holding her phone. Yeah, put his finger mean, over her or something. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's like she just went, hey, you, come here. Here's a hundred bucks. Hold this phone for me. <laughs> and I'll beat you off. I think she's deleted her Instagram. What? Yeah. Oh, so you can't see the pictures? Not right now. Because yeah. I was hoping this guy was like an illegal immigrant or something that she just borrowed. I love these rash decisions she's making after a Super Bowl party. I know she's acting like a 14-year-old at the most. She's probably hammered. It's, it's like she turned into Britney Spears. Um, she also, okay, she loaded a string of raunchy selfies and she quoted Beyonce, you can taste the dishonesty. Ooh. And then she doesn't follow anyone. She posted that she's now following Eminem, who's in a beef with Machine Gun Kelly, what? and two other dudes. What a bunch of children. Oh, no, I know. What a Timothy fucking Shamble. Shambler. Yeah, that guy and one other Ooh. dude. Yeah, just to make him jealous, I guess. Look how fucking hot I am, and I have this weasel I plucked out of the crowd to hold the phone so I could pull my boobs out All even right. more. All right, what did he do? Uh, yeah, no, that's that's what I'd love to know. I, I, okay, this is my latest genie wish because I, I 
been praying nightly that they break up. Yeah. And my prayers have been answered. And I feel a little guilty about it, but I don't want them to get back together. So I don't feel that guilty about it. My latest genie wishes to see the fucking text messages between these two people. <laughs> 24 hours. Oh, oh my well, God, you never know. Awesome. She, she might just post them. She might. But I thought she was so deep. And yet she just delete my Instagram, deletes all those pictures, puts out her skanky selfies, and uh, and follows three new dudes just to piss them off. <laughs> That'll teach them. That's not so deep. It's so childish. So Why now are you I guess this out in front of everybody. I know. No, it's crazy. Why would she? I I don't understand I, any of it. Why would you constantly was, two months after you leave boring Austin Green's like this is the love of my life, everyone? Why would you do that? That's offensive to your husband of. What sixteen years or something? Yeah, he, I mean that's really she famously rude. cheated on him with Machine Gun Kelly and then got with him. How so is now, boring Austin Green the adult in the room? Yeah, boring Austin Green is the winner in this whole thing. All of it, yeah, I mean, he's got to be so yeah, rid of her. He got a new, new younger piece. Yeah, yeah. Plus she has to crawl back to her three kids if they'll take her back. If they'll take they've been back. she's left them home alone for you know, months. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I, this. A lot of people were just having such a ball with this. I swear, every fucking uh, message or you know pu- comment. But he got electrocuted is- last night, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Claim he got electrocuted. Yeah, his hair was spiky. <laughs> oh, his- <laughs> at a Super Bowl for four. I think he was fucking around, but. I saw them leaving the Super Bowl party. They looked perfectly happy. She's holding his hand and dragging him along like a helium balloon. So then, what do you think? Somebody texted him, and then she saw it, or what? I mean, what do probably, you think? yeah. I'm assuming something happened on his phone on the way home, or something, or she got into his phone, or who knows? I mean, who knows where's, what that guy's up to? Where's the loose lip limo driver? Oh, you know what? Wasn't he accused of cheating like two months ago? I, I mean, just I think she was pissed at him. And she stopped wearing a ring. Just judging a book by its cover, I think he cheats on her all the time. Probably. I mean, he's a rock star, bro. Um, but I'm, I'm sure those, those, uh, those selfies by the shitter have changed his mind and he's going to come <laughs> crawling back to her. <laughs> selfies in a bathroom. Why? Why? Doesn't that look ridiculous? Yeah. It looks really stupid. It all looks stupid. I want to know who that Yahoo is holding the phone to. It's probably a limo driver. <laughs> Could be. It's probably nailed her too. So, um, Lady Gaga, her 2014 clip that just started buzzing around the internet has aged about as well as Megan Fox, I would say. Um, it shows a woman, a performance artist, who's sticking her fingers down her throat while Gaga is performing to throw up on Gaga's breasts. <laughs> and, and she does. She throws up some green liquid, some disgusting green liquid on Gaga's breasts. Yeah, Why didn't gross. she do that in the Super Bowl? I don't know. That would have been cool, I well, guess. How long ago was this concert? Because this is 2014. Big... Okay. But I, I apparently, I never heard about it. It was at South by Southwest, and somebody put the clip up, and it just went whoosh, went viral. So I wonder about this performance artist, though. Her name is Millie Brown. How booked is she? I mean, what is that like you call her? Well, I'm, I'm barfing on Marilyn Manson on the 14th. I'm going to shit on Emily Ratajkowski <laughs> at a model shoot on the 17th. <laughs> I guess I can do the 16th. Sure, she is a self-proclaimed, quote, professional vomit painter. So kind of like the stripper we great. had in that painted with her vagina. Yeah. <laughs> this lady paints by vomiting. Which I found totally gross, by the way. I couldn't get over it. What? You don't think that's artistic? Oh, you mean the vagina the paint painting? all over your vagina. Oh, that like, one. Man, that's yeah. just gross. I know. <laughs> I was not into that at all. Surprised Rihanna didn't do that at the halftime show. 
So um, this was not a genie wish of mine coming true. Uh, Brandon played a David Hogg interview for me. You know, I'm sorry. I just don't like David Hogg. I don't even disagree with him, generally speaking. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like a well, band guns guy. You're going to see a, a bunch of them this week because it's the fifth anniversary. He, uh, oh, shit. Well, he famously became the voice of the school that had 17 people shot. Mm -hmm. And there were complaints what from some of the... What a good crisis actor does. <laughs> <laughs> there were complaints from the, some of the people that were part of the group that was addressing the media. Because if you remember, they just became media stars overnight. Yeah. There were complaints that some of them, particularly ones of color, were saying that he's really hogging this and we really want to express ourselves too. And it's hard to do because he just talks and talks and talks and talks and talks. Mm -hmm. So everyone goes to him. And so there was a lot of bitching about him right from the beginning. Then when he started becoming an expert on everything, not just shootings, uh, school shootings, everything, but anything, everything. Yeah, he started coming on, huh? He was an expert on pillow companies. Remember, he was going <laughs> to start his own pillow company <laughs> to that, put yeah. Mike, the pillow company, Rindell, yeah. Fox News advertiser, out of business. Yeah. And then that was a, quite a failure, quite a spectacular failure. About Our three parents don't know how to use a fucking democracy, so we have to. <laughs> That's the other thing is that he claims that we don't know how to use a democracy. He does because he knows everything. So as, as just a, a know-it-all and an obnoxious know-it-all, I just, even though I agree with him 100%, I would like to see something done about fucking school shootings and a lot of these problems. I mean, I could go on and on about that issue because there's so many problems associated with it, like there's 380 million guns in America. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that you can really do anything to change yeah. much. Well, yeah, there's very little will. The way to. he thinks it can be changed. But so anyway, some some woman who this is what's killing me about the media lately is these people that interview these people like David Hogg or people that are reviewing Rihanna. Yeah, they'll all say the same thing. I mean, they'll all kiss his ass, and so Brandon played this for me, and I just, I mean, I wanted to shoot myself With while watching it. <laughs> Before a hog takes your gun away. <laughs> this is on the old man show. And, uh, yeah, Fortunately, it. I missed this this so morning. It's been a long five years. A lot has happened. Yes, it feels like a lifetime has gone by. It was oh, February. He hasn't changed one bit. He seems so obnoxious. So yeah, he's just hog, fucking... 17, and other terrified students at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, sheltered in classrooms and closets. Oh, 19-year-old gunman rampaged through their school. Jesus. I was really, really scared, uh, and I kind of felt like the adrenaline like rushed down like my spine. But... I immediately heard in the back of my head my dad's voice. If anything ever happens, you have to stay calm. So we are all taking our time. because. So locked down with other he's students. He's recording on his phone while he's hiding, of course. In case they didn't survive. We heard more gunshots. And that was when we realized this was not a drill. Indeed, 17 people were murdered that day. 17 more injured. Thank you for your prayers and condolences, but that is not enough. Heartbroken, Hogg joined with fellow students like Emma Gonzalez, now known as X, well, who, to demand disappeared. tougher gun laws. Wait, wait, pause, pause. Now known as X. Now known as X. What does that mean? Where did X go? That's her new name. Her name is X. Wait, first or last name or both? Is she still... First name. Got millions and millions of followers? 
That's well, cool. I don't know. Hog took all of the. No, he out. did. He, all the cool. air was taken out of it for a lot of these people she because was, Hog was. She was actually pretty good. I remember her speaking. Right. I mean, she's passionate. She was. Not, she not, was a, not, not as as annoying. She was a little bit of a know it all too, though. That's what you know, because these people were received very well. I mean, people were nice to them. It wasn't like, you know, normally when you have anything to say about guns or taking guns away from people or restricting guns, you get a lot of shit. Now's not the time to talk about and, that. And I think it's the dislike of his personality oh, yeah, yeah. that yes. really made that happen to him. Sure. Yeah, and I've it's said not, this before, and I hate saying it, but he he kind of owes his whole career to this event because he has oh, turned yeah. it into everything that is about Well, it. he was rejected by four schools in California, which he famously complained about saying that, uh, oh, I guess they're not on the mission. You know, like the, the admissions department was not on the gun control mission with him, so they rejected yeah, him. No, that, they rejected the, him. It's Macaulay Culkin rule, right? His grades Fucking weren't that 17. good. Jumping to a conclusion because of how you experienced it. So then he used his David Hogness to get into Harvard instead, where I think he's about to graduate. David Hogness. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can tell you there's there's some drops that will be saved forever. All right, go the, ahead. I'm, I'm going to have to hear this again, I'm afraid. with a knife! And they would build a national movement. March for our lives. Their first protest in Washington. I, I didn't disagree with this at all. I thought people. they, you know. When politicians send their thoughts and prayers with no action, we say no more. As one of the leaders of the movement, Hogg was praised and reviled. There were death threats. Yes, many, 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 many. But he and his fellow students persevered, looks pretty pressuring both state and federal lawmakers. Even in their home state, gun-friendly Florida, they helped get the gun purchase age up to 21. And a so-called red flag law that allows guns to be temporarily taken from people who make specific threats, like the one that was sent to David Hogg's mother. And it said, F with the NRA and you'll be DOA. So this person lived like 20 minutes away from us. We used the law that we created after Parkland to disarm that individual. And because of the law that we passed, it very may well have stopped me from having to bury my own mother. Like that could have been me. <laughs> right? And that same law has been used over 6,000 times since Parkland. I'm sure gun deaths are way down then. these children stand no. up in a way that adults did not really I mean, really I mean I'm glad that happened. Yes, it is incredibly inspiring that we stood up, but young people having to stand up to not die in their classrooms is not a good sign. It's, it's as good of a sign as a canary passing out in a coal mine is for our democracy. In a way, uh, it was what? almost like... Did he mess up that analogy? Yeah, 100%. Right here. And that is time and time again, one of the most f incredibly frustrating things probably the most insulting. It's all the people that we've had come up to us that say, my generation really screwed up, but we're glad that you, you kids are here to fix it. That's right. <laughs> no, 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 that's true, guys. Seriously. When your old-ass parents, like, I don't know how to send an iMessage, and you're just like, give me the fucking phone, and you take it, and you're like, okay, let me handle it, and you get it done in one second. Yeah. If I were his parents, and they said it about me, <laughs> say, you fucking asshole going on national TV and calling me an yeah. idiot. You do not know everything, okay? Get over yourself. Up, but we're glad that you kids are here to fix it. <laughs> and just acting like they have no role in that. 
Oh, it God. all took a toll. He's so arrogant. Now 22 in a I, Harvard I mean, I Hey, what book, what book is he pretending to read there? Shoot me in the fucking head. I can't listen to this anymore. What, what book is he pretending to read in that show? I'm not sure, but it's <laughs> got... Read it. He's, he's got a whole I bunch I think he of bought it from LeBron. That's what I was going to say. I was hoping he was on the first page like LeBron. Hog is active, but not full-time working for March for Our Lives. He told us for a few years, he just felt numb. You have said that you have post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. Mm-hmm. How are you? Much better, thanks to therapy. My freshman year was really, really, really hard. And maybe you call it survivor's guilt. I don't know what it was, but it, it just didn't feel like... You were supposed to be at that school, that's why. Yeah, maybe that's what you felt. You should have felt guilty about that. I just sacrificed everything. I mean, all the Asian kids that didn't get in because you did. So I had to learn to say no and really focus on being a student, which was honestly, I think, the hardest thing that I had to learn in college. Didn't he take a gap year, too? Gun control (laughs) advocates in getting scores of laws passed since 2018 have stopped some mass shootings. But he acknowledges they have still increased some 600 just last year. It's just terrible. And he is especially haunted by the tragedy in Uvalde, Texas, that surpassed Parkland, with 19 children and two adults killed. What goes through your mind, what goes through your heart as that's happening? Guilt. It's a lot of guilt. We came out and we literally said never again. Obviously, that didn't work, unfortunately. But Hogg plans to continue advocating for more gun control when he graduates this spring. And he has a strategy. Do you see a model out there where there's something else that maybe people thought they'll never overcome the lobby? Yeah. Any guesses? Uh, Probably what he does. I have. Oh, oh, you mean a model for them? Yeah. Uh, Oh, it's tobacco, isn't it? And that is? Tobacco. The tobacco industry is exactly the model that I think of in terms of the decades of work that it will take to address this issue. So he's basically saying, uh, yeah, cigarettes are down, but vaping is way up. So are we going to do, I I don't know, I didn't understand that because I think more kids now smoke than ever before. They just, they just vape, yeah, which, and there's been a lot of stuff on vaping being really not healthy at all. Uh, I don't know how much of that's true because it's fairly new, but, um, God, the self-love of this guy. Yeah, uh, what is he saying? Do you have anything else to say? Is I don't think it? so. No, I mean, the main takeaway is that... My generation really screwed up, but we're glad that you kids are here to fix it. <laughs> He's here to fix everything. <laughs> what? I, I really can't remember old people being beaten on like this. I don't mean just mean the OK Boomer thing, which I think is can be very funny at times. But I read this article... And I don't know if somebody sent me this or I just clicked on it. I think somebody sent it to an email, my email, about how boomer dads are destroying real estate deals on a mass level because their brilliant kids come in and they want to buy and they know what to bid and everything. And then the <laughs> boomer dad comes and says, no, 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 I only pay uh, 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 you know, $600 a square foot in Cleveland. Uh, I don't care if this is Manhattan. And they're so dumb that they just fumble the deal. And the kids lose the house every time. I don't believe that. No, I, I think most boomer dads probably have made a lot of real estate deals and probably are aware of markets being different prices because they've lived different places. They probably help so, their kids put some of that money down, too. I'm, you know, I'm going to send you this story because I, I was absolutely stunned. I'm like, I got it right here. Wait, you're acting like, oh, there it is. Boomer dads driving real estate agents nuts. <laughs> Last spring, 
at a town I was showing in Bedsford, Stuyvesant, the agent David Ayers watched his client, a married millennial with a kid, bounce from room to room before taking a seat on a stage sofa. A gesture Harris had come to regard as a clue that his a cue that his client feels at home and is about to make an offer. He was right. His client liked the place. Harris suggested they go fifty thousand dollars over asking or one point seven million. Because he anticipated a bidding war, his client agreed. How many millennial kids are? How many millennials are buying one point seven million dollar homes? Yeah, I, I think the reason is because I think his dad is putting some money into it. That dad that's so dumb apparently has some <laughs> money and that the kid doesn't have. Um, his client agreed, but first the client had to make one phone call. Harris watched as he went outside and started pacing, and then he takes the cigarette out. Harris said, "It was his father, his boomer father." That father advised his son they shouldn't offer above asking, not because he toured the home and uncovered a flaw, but because he had fixated on a detail he saw online. The house was 18 feet wide. The father believed it was priced as if it were 20. They insisted on putting in an offer at 1.6 or 50,000 below the asking price of 1.65 M. The house ultimately sold for 150,000 over asking to someone else. It would have been very nice if they'd listened, Harris said, not only because his client regrets losing that townhouse, but because more than a year later, oh. Harris, an agent with Coldwell Banker, is still taking the same client to showings. I can't get that time back! Oh, boo-hoo. Isn't My it generation a- really screwed up, but we're glad that you kids are here to nice being it. Nice being mad at the relative of your client. It's up to your client to ultimately make the decision. Well, it seems to me you should be dealing with the person with the money. Yeah. Maybe that's what you should do instead of, you know, talking to the child who doesn't have the money. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe exactly. that's part of the problem. Real estate agents aren't paid by the hour, and they're increasingly finding their valuable time being sucked away by boomer dads. <laughs> sure, New York real estate has always been propped up by family money and family opinions. But millennial and Gen Z buyers are leaning harder than ever on their parents for cash at a time when borrowing is expensive and lack of housing makes cash a valuable way to cut through the competition. Okay, boomer. According to about a dozen agents I spoke with, about a dozen agents, dads have an annoying tendency to present themselves as experts on all aspects of home buying based on their own, actually inexpert logic. (laughs) Sure, kids can waste time. One broker I spoke to described the hours she spent deflating expectations of million-dollar listing finishes. They want all the the expensive finishes because they watch million-dollar listing. And so can moms. A brown hair Stevens season agent had a mom retract an offer over bad feng shui. Feng shui? Feng shui. But the faux expertise of a generation of men who've had the world tilt their way and came to believe (laughs) they'd had something to do with it actually puts experts like Harris in a tricky spot. Counter Dad's belief about the value of the 18-foot-wide townhouse, and you could lose his trust, which means losing his cash and losing the client. I try to be careful in those moments, Harris said. Wait, but that's the same guy bitching about wasting his time with that client. So cut to the chase and either cut your time or get him yeah. on the straight and narrow. Or ask everybody, is your boomer dad making a decision? Because all boomer dads will ruin the deal. <laughs> this stupid. past fall, Deborah Reiters, a broker at Corcoran, was representing the owner of a Brooklyn Heights townhouse. It was stuffed with historic details and old world charm. Her client had accepted an offer from a young couple who were paying their own way and were excited to renovate. After all, family had been living there for 30 years. They'd already done a home inspection, which hadn't turned up anything substantial. Then they stopped by to show off their new purchase to one set of the parents. The father was a Mr. Fix-It, a hobbyist who fancied himself to be a professional (laughs) contractor, but he really wasn't. He looked over the house as if he had expertise and discouraged the couple from doing any updates on projects or projects. Two days later, they retracted their offer. Ryder said she was pretty confident the father was to blame. Pretty confident. boomer father! That's that's quite a hoggy and leap there. Okay, boomer. 
Uh, Matthew Hughes of Broker Brown here. Steven spent about a year helping a couple in their late 20s who wanted to buy a two-bedroom uh, downtown. But Dad was paying, and Dad had opinions. Well, yeah, so he's what paying. an asshole yeah. to, ha- to actually want to involvement in this because it's his fucking money. Dad's paying for it. <laughs> I think that Dad should have a say. The father wanted them to be in the Upper East Side because of safety, and he thought it was a better investment. This father, Hughes said, believed he had expertise in the market because he had bought a place in Manhattan 15 years ago. <laughs> and Hughes found himself being forced to spend extra time educating the dad about how prices had moved since then. This month, the couple signed on a $1.5 million co-op in the dad's preferred neighborhood. A lovely apartment, sure, but not where they wanted to end up. They completely conceded, Hughes said. <laughs> Boomers. Christ. Most selfish generation to ever live. Some said they've dealt with situations so often they developed strategies to sneakily bring dads on, the dumb boomer dads, yeah. to bring them on board. Confidence Stimson, a broker at banker Warsburg, uses humor. When a dad questioned the price of a one-bedroom his son wanted, comparing it to what he could get back home in Cleveland for the same price, Simpson responded, yes, but it's a hell of a commute from Madison Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that was the point. And she showed the Jeez. father enough one better to see that his the one his son had chosen was well-priced and shouldn't be traded for a starter castle in Cleveland. So, yeah, boomer dads are just dumb fucks. It's true. Don't know anything. If My only, really screwed uh, up, if only we're they, glad that you kids are here to fix it. If only they knew as much as their millennial and Gen Z kids who have no money. I, I feel like that article said, they know everything. said more about the elitism of people in New York and Manhattan real estate. And, and the realtors, I sound a little bit elite also. I mean, yeah. Oh. The parents would just listen to their Gen Z kids and millennials. Those parents want their kids in a good situation because they want them out of their fucking house. They don't want them living with them forever. I thought it was kind of funny when they mentioned that the parents had all the money. Yeah, the the dad was buying the entire house. Of course he's going to have a say. Come on. Buying his kid a $1.5 million place, can he be that dumb? I suppose anything's possible, but... Just well, I mean, like- he, after all, that article said he made all the money, but not because of him, because he was a white male boomer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the world tilted in said, his direction. Yeah, not yeah, because I of forgot. anything he did. Yeah, and he thinks that the world tilted partially because of him, which is how all boomers say, There's a lot of poor white male boomers out there, too. I, you know, I swear, I just don't know any boomers who really think that the world has tilted because of them. Spoken like you a boomer. Understand. You're not <laughs> with it. Spoken like a true boomer, huh? I don't know anyone that arrogant. I mean, that's that's incredible arrogance. I mean, even for a, uh, I would say, of a member of the House of Representatives or a senator even said that, I would just laugh my ass off. I mean, so stupid. Who could stand? I mean, seriously, who could stand to be around someone who thinks that they have actually tilted the world with their greatness in becoming, well, in his case, uh, a few millionaire? Really? Really? Speaking of, um, I, I believe that uh, Congress people. I l- kept watching the Super Bowl for Perry Johnson's Super Bowl ad, which I didn't was see it. Highly touted. I didn't see it, but have you seen Perry Johnson's Super Bowl ad? I have not. Would you like to see Perry Johnson's Super Bowl ad? And Perry Johnson is the uh, what is he? The guru? What's he call himself? The something guru? He was running for governor of Michigan, but he didn't get enough signatures. So because of that, quality he just, guru, quality guru, and because of that, he's decided that. He is now going to run for president of the United States. I honestly don't know much that much about him. I just you remember him, though. You remember those quality guru ads, right? Yeah, he put a lot of money into him, but I didn't think he came even close to winning. So look, look at this Super Bowl ad. 
Senator Schumer, what are you doing about the bloating cost of government? So it's a picture of Schumer made really <laughs> fat. Got any pie? Got any pie? Bloated government is choking us with Bernie Sanders all fat. Eggs. Heat. Eric Swalwell all fat. Just AOC pay the government fat. More. Well, that's that's body shaming AOC, isn't that's it? Talib huge. We know by fat Biden. More besterist. I'm Perry Johnson. I've written a book called Two Cents to Save America. If Washington cuts the budget, just there's fat Ilhan Omar behind him. Harry Johnson brought quality controls to Detroit that saved the American automobile industry. Did? Yeah, he wrote a book about it too. Yes, I want the whole pie. Get two books. Send one to Schumer. Fat Pocahontas. I'm serious. This isn't rocket science. We can afford to live again. Order Perry Johnson's Two Cents to Save America today. I'm Perry Johnson. I approve this message. I love when people take credit for saving the auto industry. Because I, I, I know I've heard people do ads in Michigan. People who are in the House of Representatives who've said that. It's like, no, you didn't. Don't you love that you ad? did not. Don't you love that ad, though? Yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, it's just funny seeing all those people fat. fat. Haley Especially Stevens. AOC. I thought Haley Stevens saved the... Uh, That's right. She, she did. Was, that was uh, in her she ad. Was part of this, his commission, yeah. yeah. People often say that. Not. Not! Um... <laughs> Okay, so uh, we shot down two more objects. Yeah, one over here. Alaska and Biden. I mean, Bi- uh, Biden has become a virtual um, bu- balloonatic. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he went from a complete pussy to a balloonatic. <laughs> and um, Canada's airspace, I guess, was too crowded. They said because this balloon was the one we shot down, mm-hmm. which I guess There's I guess so planes were just backed in up in the sky. They couldn't get around it. It was so big. Uh, that's the tough thing about flying. You can go left, right, up or down. Yeah, I mean, you can see it from the ground, but uh, apparently it's hard to see out the windshield of an airplane. So ridiculous. So, no, I know. And the what? Canada one, well, you said it was at 40,000 feet. That's it? I mean, yeah, uh, but it's one balloon. I love that we're shooting balloons all the time now out of the sky. <laughs> it just shows that they've been up there all along. Yeah, yes. So they shot down the one in uh, Alaska or whatever. Uh, they shot down the one in Yukon in Canada. Um, there was another one they shot down over Lake Huron, yep. right? Yep. Just well, I mean, planes are backed up. I mean, you see planes just like one after the other in the sky because they, they don't know how to get around this balloon. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, China, China shut down a balloon today too. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know whose it was or if, even, if that even exists. Flag. So I was just laughing my ass off watching Sunday morning TV because it's just balloon, balloon, balloon. Everybody's talking about balloons, and it just sounds so stupid. It's stupid. I got a quick clip of Chuck Schumer and George Stephanopoulos talking about it. You want to hear it? Yeah, of course. All right. We're joined now by the Senate Majority Leader, Chuck Schumer. Senator, thank you for coming in this morning. Great to be here, George. First time in three years. Yeah, it's been a while since COVID. Three incidents in a week. President Biden took some heat from your Democratic colleagues for not shooting down the spy balloon sooner. What can you tell us about these last two incidents, Friday and Saturday night? Uh, The bottom line is, until a few months ago, we didn't know of these balloons. Our intelligence and our military did not know. We have to look at each balloon individually <laughs> were these and see what they're done. They believe they were, yes. Um, the first balloon, there was a much different rationale, which I think was the appropriate rationale. Uh, we got enormous intelligence information from surveilling the balloon as it went over the United States. <laughs> Did the Chinese get enormous intelligence as well? Well, they, they could have been Sounds getting so it anyway, but we have to know what they're doing. We're going to probably be able to piece together this whole, whole 
uh, surveillance balloon and know exactly what's going on. So that's a huge coup for the United States. This program States. is going to have to be shut down now, hasn't it? The Chinese aren't going to be able to send balloons. Look, I think the Chinese were humiliated. I think the Chinese <laughs> were caught lying. And I think it's a, real, it's, it's a real step back for them. And they're not just doing the United States. This is a crew of balloons. We saw one in South America. They probably crew of balloons? I do think Senator Tester is looking into why it took so long for us, our military, our intelligence, to know about these balloons. That's something I support. <laughs> Congress should look at that. Yeah. It's like gangs of balloons are now coming after us. Are you just gangs waiting? of balloons? Are you just waiting for the time we shoot down something that isn't a Chinese spy balloon. Well, it's it going to be seems going to be something else, right? All weekend long, a hot air balloon or some. Oh, uh, you're thinking like a mistake? Yeah, because all weekend long turned into you know social media popping off about UFOs and oh my god, this one was a cylinder and it went down in Canada and. Well, now we know all these UFO sightings that have gone through the roof in the last two years were probably just Chinese weather balloons. Well, you know, when they're comparing, because they keep talking about the ones that happened in the Trump administration, these were apparently things you couldn't see from the ground, or they were reported, and they just said, ah, it's a UFO, I guess. It's crazy. I suppose so. They just dismissed them? Or they saw them and went, yeah, that's just a balloon. Well, yeah, that's possible. The one that was shot down over Lake Huron today was only 20,000 feet up in the air. That's pretty low. They're getting closer. And that was a balloon. I, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. They haven't, well, yeah, I guess. The next one's going to be at 10,000 feet and then, you know, 5,000. Oh. They're going to be hitting us in our head. That reminds me, I was hearing so much balloon talk this morning. I actually, <laughs> I actually found Black Sunday. Because it's Super oh, Bowl yeah. Sunday, I thought, yeah. why not check out Black Sunday? Because it's about a balloon at the Super Bowl. A blimp, yeah, yeah right? Blimp. Yeah, the, the blimp crashes into the Super Bowl. Yeah, and and what's her name? Karen Black is in the movie, and she's playing a Palestinian, <gasps> which is appropriation. There's some other appropriators, too. But I got to tell you, I found it to be a horrible movie. It was really Black making, Sunday? It was making me sleepy. I've really. never seen it. Yeah, it's really long. Uh, I got about, I want to say it was about 40 minutes in, and I was like, I saw that it had a, an hour and 38 left, and I was like, oh, no. There's so much buildup to Super Bowl Sunday yeah. that I just, I didn't even finish it. I think I might try to finish it, but I'm not sure, because it was really a convoluted is plot. It, is it done by the same guy? Um, who's the guy that did all the disaster movies, like the Poseidon Adventure? John Frankenheimer is the guy who did this one. I don't I think don't, that's the same sure guy because the one, one guy did like the Poseidon Adventure, the Towering Inferno, uh, Airport. He did all those great seventy disaster movies that are so ridiculous. Earthquake, I think, was one. Well, yeah. That was based on a book, though, from by Thomas Black Harris. Black Sunday is. Uh, my brother had the book. That could have been us. <laughs> I remember always seeing that book growing up. Like, what is this book about? Is this a true story? Well, I, I was. I remember being fascinated by it as a kid and. And I, I'm pretty sure I went to the movie, and I think I was really confused by all the, the stuff going on, you know, before. Oh, humanity. There's drug dealing it's a ter- it's a ter- and yeah. terrorism. And um, I, can you check the Rotten Tomatoes? I can't believe that's, that can't Wait be a, a movie that gets 90 Wait or something. Pat Summerall played himself in the movie? I haven't gotten to that. Now that would excite the shit out of me. That would Joe be- Joe Robbie played himself in the movie from oh, Joe. The, the, yeah, the Dolphins. Are? Yeah, because it happened. It happened in Miami. Do right? you want to guess or no? Was James? Yeah, I'll guess. Was uh, James Kahn in that movie? I think James uh, Bruce Dern. Or Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern. Yeah. Dern. I got it mixed up. Uh, I'm going to say there's no way it can get more than a 65. Ooh, 
you'd be wrong because it got a 71 really? from the thermometer and a 65 no, the from the got, audience. The audience gave it a 65. All right, so That's what I meant. You were dead nuts. You were dead nuts. Wow. I just yeah, it's Pat it's Summer. a great idea, but it just seemed way too long. Pat Summerall, that's was hilarious. The and you know, Pat Summerall was just bombed and gave them one take. I just I just, <laughs> I just went to YouTube and typed in "Black Sunday Pat Summerall." The first thing that pops up, pops up is Pat Summerall beating alcoholism. <laughs> what? Yeah, he was murder. A, he was she wrote. quite a lush, <laughs> a huge partier. Murder. She wrote. Um, did you hear the uh, Toronto mayor resigned? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the one this that so followed stupid. Rob Ford, the crack-smoking maniac mayor. I mean, that guy was a nut. Yeah, he was a great total nut. Rob he was a football player, by awesome. the way. He was a lot of fun, yeah, and he, and he helped coach football teams, too. And he tripped. Remember when he tripped taking the step? That's one of my favorite videos. It's so fucking funny. And he played it off great, too, because he's like, yeah, I'm an idiot. What do you want me to do? And the video came out of him smoking crack, crack. in someone's basement. Yeah. Now, this mayor, this, this mayor that stepped down... Was because he had an affair years ago. Yes. No, it just it's ended early this year, I With guess. Staff. Oh, okay. It ended last year. So all I could think of was Olivia Gondock, which is you remember who Olivia Gondock no. was? That was the one that Rob Ford talked about eating out. Oh yeah, yeah. And he said, uh, oh, "I I got enough to eat at home." <laughs> if Rob Ford, Olivia Gondock, it, it says that I want to eat her pussy. Olivia Gondock. <laughs> I've never said that in my life to her. I would never do that. I'm happily married. I've got more than enough to eat at home. <laughs> what? See, that's that's how you attack as the mayor of Toronto some kind of allegation of an affair. He was such a drunk too. Drunk as a these crackhead. Huge charity events just bombed. <laughs> so anyway, okay. he was in a Burger King speaking the uh, the Chet Hanks the patois, <laughs> patois. <laughs> yeah. But all the people he was talking with, all the kids were like, "This guy rules." But then of course, no, who is this nut? They thought he was a comedian. <laughs> I didn't know he was mayor. Okay, so this this uh, mayor is sixty eight years old. He's been married for forty five years. Mayor. His wife is honestly quite attractive. Really, she's a lovely looking lady. Uh, In fact, they they t- they took she's an anniversary. Not doing something. They took an anniversary picture a couple years ago where she's wearing her original wedding dress and it fits her perfectly. Hey, all right, in very nice shape. So anyway, <laughs> he's having an affair with his thirty one year old advisor. Oh man, who has left. 37 years younger. Nice. Yeah. Nice. In fact, he'd been married 14 years when she was born, the advisor. But they won't name her because of the power imbalance, because she was an advisor. Hmm. But meanwhile, she left, so she lost her job. But I have a feeling, don't you think he got her a really good job? Maybe, Probably. and that's why they I'm going to guess it's like is. Clinton and Lewinsky. Remember when they were finding her jobs? Yeah, is she on the board of Revlon now? <laughs> I think she's the uh, executive director over in Warren. But the the really funny part, I mean, I really laughed out loud when he said this. It was the pressure of COVID that drove him to do it. So he actually blamed air. That's awesome. He blamed air. That's great. That's a good move. I mean, it had nothing to do with the pressure of the boner against his pants. That had nothing to do with it. That's a great move. That's stupid. Oh, my God, I shut down the schools. I need genital friction with some new young pussy immediately. Okay, I'm good. Much better. Um, it ended by mutual consent. I doubt that. Um, his de- oh, the deputy mayor resigned due to multiple sexual assault charges. Really? Yes. What a wacky, uh, wacky uh, mayoral <laughs> office. I know. Jeez. I really... Is he still staying married to Barb? 
He apologized yeah, to her. Yes, he wants to so much in the in the press conference. Yeah. He's very sorry to. His he family. was. He wants to keep his family together. And I'm sorry. So why um, do you have to step down? I didn't mean to nail her. It sounds like it's going to be a mess. It's a power I don't know. imbalance, Mark. But it was an ex-staffer. Oh, yeah, I guess because he worked for The him. same thing was happening, though, where all of these girls that worked for him were being accused of being the one, and all these pictures are going out. Oh, now, I, I did see a pic. I mean, this is so stupid. He was accused, not charged. A 30-year-old girl knows that her boss, who has been married for 40 years, is not someone that is really someone she should sleep with. Mm-hmm. And... He's not going to sleep with her if she doesn't have some hotness power. Sure. So she does have power. Yeah. Um, I, I just, this idea that it almost makes it sound like he raped her. It's a power imbalance. She had to sleep with him. She had no choice. But, but they were sleeping with each other for a couple of years. So obviously, I mean, you telling me he raped her uh, is, repeatedly is, over and over and over? He raped her because she had to sleep with him? Is she claiming that? No. No. Oh, no. Well then, then who's who's claiming that? Or who's no, saying I'm, that? I'm saying when you say power imbalance and that she can't well, be I named mean, because of it, that's suggesting that she had no choice in the matter. No, I, I think, I, I, see, I took it as the problem would be the fact that he's banging a staffer, so he right. might... Yeah, that is a problem. And this yeah. reminded me of the yeah. uh, who was the head coach? Is it the Celtics coach? Yeah, he slept, same thing. He slept with somebody in the organization, and since they didn't name him, the internet went nuts posting right, every posting single all the girls who work for the Celtics and, that and were attractive. Right. Finally, they got it right, and so uh, someone was like, "Okay, it was her." Or a better analogy is that Jeffrey Star pointing out his NFL boo. Oh God. Did you see that story? Yeah, what's what Taylor story? So Jeffrey Jeffrey Star, you know who Jeffrey Star is is the this YouTube influencer who like trans looks like a woman. Oh, okay, dress, yeah. you know makeup guy. So he posted this thing on the private jet, like flying to Wyoming to spend some time with my NFL boo, and then took a picture of him in his back, like the, the NFL player's back, and Jeffrey Star's there. So of course everybody's trying to figure out, all right, who's six foot six in the NFL? That's white. And, uh, and and just kind of trying to figure out who the player is, and there was actually one really funny tweet where this tight end's wife like came up to her, you know, on a TikTok or whatever. It's like, "Honey, turn around," and trying to compare the pictures to see if it was him. Oh, because the implication <laughs> is this NFL player was fucking Jeffrey Star. Turns out it's just Taylor Lewan, former Michigan guy, you know, yeah. Tennessee Titan, and they're just doing a podcast together. Yeah. Oh Christ! Yeah, no, it's total bullshit. But still, it's one Taylor of those Wan things. Taylor is all bummed out at Michigan this weekend because he they why because their basketball team sucks. No, because no, they C and D'd him on some merch because it has. They said it has maize and blue. He said it it's has yellow and blue. Those colors are in it. It's not. It doesn't have an M on it or anything. But they're saying that it that if it's yellow and blue, that it's it's illegal. You got to protect the brand. Yeah, I I, the, I saw the hat and I did not. I can't say that I thought of Michigan I mean, really, when Taylor, I saw the hat. But really, why are they going after a former player? I don't know. Although I, he is a dick. I can't believe that this merch sells much either, that it really matters. Yeah, that, it's worth, that it's worth doing. Like, yeah. yeah, he was all, it was funny because he was talking on, I don't know where this was posted, but he's talking about like, oh, I mean, hopefully we can work something out like we did with Nebraska. And because I guess Nebraska is is actually has a signed deal with him. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And um, and then <laughs> he stops and goes, fuck! <laughs> like, he just, the thought of it just made him really mad all at once. He was trying to be all reasonable, <laughs> and he just got really pissed. It's really funny. Dumb. So, anyway, I, I've seen this in multiple stories lately where they don't name the girl in the affair. I just think that's, it's not that I want to shame her. I just find that 
what happens is people go, speculate wildly yeah. on all these people who then get their shit upset. I mean, their lives get disturbed by it. No crime is The internet is like a human being that just starts pointing fingers at people. It's just weird because no crime is committed, so... No, and and also, um, you know, if you're 30 years old, I think you're responsible for who you sleep with. It's that you can't say someone forced you, unless you're saying they raped you, unless you're saying an actual crime was committed. And I don't, you know, the Celtics uh, situation, that was not a... That woman didn't say a crime was committed. No. Well, remember the one story was that there was a little bit of... Um, he talked dirty to her. After they broke up. Well, I mean, that's his side of the story. Oh. Yeah. No, I think I think they actually said before they ever dated that he said something off color to her, which apparently she liked. But they were mad. They said, yeah, but you can't talk to employees that way. And he's, well, yeah, I think she digs me. Though. That's why I did it. And she did. But uh, a, what did he talk to? With so a married I, I, Mormon I, mother of three. I feel like we're getting half the story in that, in that Eke Udo one or whatever his name is. I mean, yeah. Uh, why did the woman, is she claiming he raped her? No, 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 no. No, I think the it was NBA more, coach? I think it was more harassment either after or before the relationship. Well, the relationship the would seem to from. erase what somebody might, because I get the impression the Celtics were saying that he committed it, he violated company policy when he hit on her and he said something that was pretty aggressive but the thing is that she responded to it and started sleeping with him voluntarily i don't think that anyone's charging anyone with rape and she was a mother of three and apparently it went on for a good while so i i don't know there's two reasons i think it's bullshit if there's if you're saying the person used their power to rape the person that's a crime but if you're saying that they use their power to for to force well, them to, to have an coer- affair, then coerce them, that ought to be that ought to be a crime. If the woman has no choice but to sleep with someone, that should be a crime. But in both these cases, these seems like they seem like they were consensual, long term things. Where uh, I think uh, you know to act like these all these twenty five or thirty year old girls who have these sugar daddy types that they're so innocent and they have no idea what's going on. You know, I think they get a lot of advantages out of it that they like. Like a pretty nice lifestyle and maybe some job opportunities. And so I, I think this idea that these are, you know, helpless people who just get penises shoved in them is, is a pretty, uh, I, don't, I don't think that's really a fair narrative. But, I hope you enjoy being date raped. But the woke world likes that narrative. And so they like that people aren't named. And I remember that the assistant gymnastics coach at Michigan that was sleeping with the gymnast. And they were caught having sex, consensual sex, yeah. in a car, and they both were arrested. And they both, I think, paid fines. But she wasn't named. She wasn't named, though, because he said it was a power imbalance because he was her coach. But it was a consensual affair. So, I don't know. I thought that was weird. I mean, a lot of times people feel that in an affair that the woman gets all the blame, but it seems like they're trying to make the men take all the blame by saying it's a power imbalance. I mean, unless there's... Uh, I don't think there's a lot of cases where you ha- they say the female is the power imbalance because she's older or she's more powerful or something like that. Although, actually, Amy Robach would have been technically, that would be a power imbalance, would friends it? are trying to talk to her to warn her about T.J. Holmes. I know. Which, <laughs> I th- does she I, not open the internet ever? I was thinking that if T.J. Holmes was reading the news today, that he would not bring up the, um, the Machine Gun Kelly story. <laughs> <laughs> 
because I think people are saying the same thing about him. But he was having sex with all these people who were underneath him in, at work. Mm-hmm. That's such a bad idea. I mean, he sounds like he's an absolute hound. And, um, yeah, whether she's getting her senses, it sounds like she's not. She's pretending that she believes it's 100% real. But her friends are like, Amy, wake up. Uh, guess what? Dan Leach is still tweeting about the Super Bowl halftime. And what's his latest? Ten minutes ago, he uh, just tweeted. Where's it at here? The shot of Rihanna during the Super Bowl halftime show looks like it could have been filmed during Star Trek's 22nd century timeline. Just absolutely mind-bottling. He's that big a Rihanna fan? Mind-bottling? Well, yeah, he said mind-bottling. <laughs> mind-bottling? Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's like when your thoughts get all stuck in a bottle. Dan Leach? Yeah, mind-bottling. B-O-T-T-L-A. Oh, you know what? What's his new uh, Twitter account? I'm not familiar with that term. At Dan Leach, D-T-M. Oh, because he used to have at Dan Leach 971. They must have took it like they did. Uh... Well, he's not on He's not on anymore. Yeah. That was uh, would it really kill them what? if he still was Dan Leach nine seven one? I mean, is, are no. they going to hire another Dan Leach? No, of course not. They should just give it to him. Stupid. He had another tweet too about Rihanna's halftime, <laughs> which which I'll follow my, follow my thinking here because it was um, where's it at? Uh, he was really mad at people's reaction to the halftime. He also loved the Bud Light commercial dancing to the whole music. Oh, good, good. Anyone else getting tired of people just ripping the Super Bowl halftime show because they'd rather hate than respect, even if it's about <laughs> music, visuals, choreography, etc. was amazing. <laughs> but it just goes above their heads and or tastes. Even if it isn't your cup of tea, you can still show some respect. No, it was just, I, okay. it was boring. I think I'll Rihanna's it, a great singer. It was fucking boring. I'll put it this way. Uh, I saw Beyonce who's not in my wheelhouse musically. I saw Madonna, who's not in my wheelhouse musically, and I saw Rihanna. I thought Madonna and Beyonce were much better than Rihanna. Wow. That's that's a hot take. I agree. And I think a lot I'm of it had to do with it. Is it that hot a take, it. really? I would, agree. I would agree with it, too. Yeah. She didn't move. So, and, and Madonna had um, Nicki Minaj, and she had, uh, who's the, Nelly? No, not Nelly. She had somebody else with her. And Beyonce's show was really good. I, I watched it because I was we were going to talk about some of the halftimes on Thursday. So I watched a bunch of the shows. And I was like, yeah, that was a really good show. I, and I would say it was demonstrably better than Rihanna's. So I went back to his tweet about when he just got chills from watching the halftime. <laughs> and he is taking a pounding in the response. <laughs> Comments, please. Uh, hyperbole? <laughs> Question mark. Next one. Boring. Next one. Negative. She's amazing, but nothing spectacular. Next one. Shill. <laughs> there's one person that liked it. And then she was good at lip syncing. <laughs> Next one. C minus. I just I if she was It was so dumb. <laughs> that's a good response. If she was lip syncing, that's ridiculous. She's a great singer. Yeah. Why would she lip sync? Yeah, I don't know if she was, but she definitely had a backing be... track because that one time she turns she turns away from the mic. Yeah, I, I think the Feeling is that she was lip syncing. Seems generally. She's pregnant though. What do you want? But if she can't sing in Super Bowl, who the fuck can? Yeah. Um, Dan Leach, after Michigan lost to TCU, had that. Yeah, he was. Very I thought upset. bizarre tweet that he was really, really depressed about it, and he compared it to being addicted to drugs. Yeah, that was odd. I know, and people are like, 
Dan, it's just a football game. I mean, that's really nothing compared to almost losing your life. No, not at all. We're trying to talk him down. It's a lot easier to get over that game than it is to stop an addiction. I would too. think so, yes. but he did not feel that way. Yes. Oh, well, and Drew, to answer your question about who also popped on, popped on with Madonna, LMFAO did. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. right. Yeah, I, in fact, actually, I really dug that. And I don't remember digging <laughs> really it at the don't. time, but I, I was really into it. I mean, LMFAO really does stand the test of time. <laughs> Well, now that they're <laughs> broken up, like getting said steam. no one ever. <laughs> CeeLo Green was there, MIA, Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah, that's right. CeeLo Green was there. CeeLo, where is that dude? Mark, Did he the... have diabetes or did he have a heart attack or that's what? Exactly, Mark, fuck you. That's exactly what I said when I saw him because he was. it looked like he was in the uh, the the, the uh, church choir. And then all of a sudden, this big black guy walks out of the church choir and starts harmonizing with Madonna. I was like, that's CeeLo Green. What happened to him? He's a great singer, man. Where did he go? Well, he was doing know. TV he a lot. Is he even alive? Wait, did he get in trouble for something? Oh, he was canceled. Didn't he? Oh, did he drug somebody? It's all coming back slowly. Oh, yes. Slowly coming back. So, let's see. I think there was I something like that. In August of 2014, Green was criticized for tweets relating to sexual battery court That's case. It? Uh, no, there's a whole controversy I mean, section on him. Canceled for nine years for tweets. Fuck uh, you. No, I think, uh, yeah, I, I do think there's something to something it. Something drug related. Right? No? Yeah, um, I think it was. There you go. I think All it was right. pretty bad too. Uh, October 2012, accused of sexual battery by a woman he had met at a restaurant in Los Angeles, leading to a year-long investigation by the LAPD. He pled not guilty to a felony charge of furnishing a controlled stu- substance. Uh, declined to file charge of the rape of an intoxicated person. The LA uh, attorney t- declined to file the charge. Pled no contest to one felony count of furnishing ecstasy. Sentenced to three years probation. That's it? I think there were a couple messy, messy things. I mean, he's a musician. Couldn't he just sing a song and come back? This one, he should have said. Well, I think uh, the voice had to unload him. That could not survive. He could not survive that at the voice. The voice. We have a strict policy here at The Voice. Well, you know, I know what you mean. You might be a music on. guy, but when you're talking about network TV, well, network that's, that's why I was guy. saying about Rihanna. I don't care. She could do that. She could. Yeah, no, they're not going to. She could have all the other dancers sniff it, too, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. No, it doesn't fly but at the Super Bowl. It's just not a. The NFL is not going to like that. No, you're right. I mean, we are going to see tons of FCC complaints. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the My FCC My son complaints? was watching it when this woman smelled her hand. Did you see the Sam Smith FCC complaints came <laughs> yes. out? Yes. Yeah, hilarious. Did you see any good ones in there? Um, oh, uh, I've already heard from some people, by the way, who <laughs> were watching Rihanna with their kids. And it was one of those things where, you know, like the kid said, wait, did she just rub herself down there and then smell it? And oh. everybody had to acknowledge it. Yes, that's what she did, and just was really awkward. What? It wasn't like you know anybody <laughs> had, to, had to make a big speech about it. Their kids but just say was, no, she didn't do that. It was just highly awkward. Well, the one of them was a fourteen-year-old boy and oh, a sixteen-year-old girl. And that guy's seen worse. I guess the girl didn't say anything, but the boy did. <laughs> so it had to be addressed once he popped off. Yeah, fourteen. And then there were two uh, two other older brothers who were laughing wildly, laughing and trying to suppress the laughter. Yeah. So it was. Just, it just That's sounded funny. very strange. That's great. How ridiculous. <laughs> a couple other Super Bowl leftovers. Did you see that Xfinity, which is based in Philadelphia, 
Somebody cut a cable line to knock out cable for an internet for a lot of people. What? Um, yeah, it, it was starting to slowly get restored at like five o'clock. That should were, be death penalty. Well, could cutting you, cable before the Super Bowl in Philadelphia. No, that's what I mean. When that's, they're in the game, that should be not survivable. Yeah, but Comcast was on it, I guess, and fixed it pretty pretty damn quick. Um, the Man. other, I thought this story was funny. Remember when the president would usually sit down for an interview? <laughs> Yes. With Fox. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you see Biden before the game at all? I didn't. No, because he didn't do it with Fox. He did a sit-down interview with Fox Soul, which apparently is a streaming service aimed at black viewers. Wait, but that he had 110 million people watching Fox football. I, Why wouldn't you do it where you have 110 million people? I don't know. He agreed to do one with Fox Soul, but not... Well, you could do both. Well, think about it. Not the Fox News Channel. What am I supposed to be thinking about? Well, he didn't want to talk to the, to Fox News because it, it leans right, and he probably didn't want to get challenged, so he does it with Fox Soul, which is aimed for black viewers. It's really, it's really kind of weird, but no one would have seen it. Well, he can't stand up for himself to Fox News. They're going to really be completely disrespectful and troll him endlessly uh, before I don't th- the Super Bowl. I don't think I they don't, would. I don't think they would either. But he doesn't apparently didn't want to take that risk. I thought that was kind of lame. It's really weird too because there was a tweet about how they canceled the interview with Fox Soul, and then the White House came back and bitched about it. So then they allowed it, which I don't even know if he even did it. Whatever. I mean, I, I don't care. Those interviews are so, always meaningless anyway. No, I know, but isn't that fucking weird that he would just do it with a stream with a streaming service? It just kinda, seems any dumb. streaming service. It just seems ridiculous. Um, Brandon, I just sent you a uh, a song. I think I might have sent it twice, but I sent it to email and text. Okay. Uh, you want to cue that up while I mention our friends at Pam Public Adjusters of Michigan. And with erratic weather, which, you know, springtime can bring some crazy weather, too. But this cold weather, it can be a good time to know about, Pam. Because Public Adjusters of Michigan represent you, the insured, for property insurance claims. If anything happens, weather-related or something, or a tree falls on your house, or or your pipes burst, whatever it is that causes an insurance claim, don't bother with it. Call Pam first, because they handle the entire claims process. They have experts, too, so it's not you arguing against the insurance company, and they promise to get you more money, because they know what they're doing. So if you're in the middle of a claim, Pam, if they take the case, they guarantee they'll do better than what the insurance company offered you. So they get you more money, they do all the work, why not just call Pam first? Go to callpamfirst.com or click the Pam logo on our website. I'm not going to say who this is, but Burt Backrack died on uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. and um, we were kind of just mostly kicking around a lot of the hit songs that he had. And this song was one of his biggest songs because uh, it was a number one hit for Herb Alpert. And tell me if you know who is singing this at a Burt Backrack concert mm-hmm. with a 36 piece orchestra and Burt Backrack on piano. He had guest vocalists. Is it CeeLo? C- no, it's not CeeLo. You. This one's called This Guy's in Love with You. <laughs> A double one hit for Herb Alpert at the Tijuana Brass in 1966, I believe. Is this Bradley Cooper? No, good guess, though. I like that. It's an actual musician. Okay. Yes, I'm in love. I love you the way I do. 
rocker. How can it's going to surprise you. you. Scott Weiland? No. I got to know you cause Perry Farrell? No. That is the voice of an angel. They say Axel Rose. No. Am I getting closer? In seal. Think uh, UK. Oh. From what I do to make you mine, tell me now. Is it so don't let me be the last. It's not Liam, is it? It's Noel. It is? It's Noel Gallagher. Oh, shit. Yeah, no. I guess he accepted because it was Burt Backrack, but then when he got there, he's like, "Holy fuck, what have I gotten myself into?" Oh, really? <laughs> he's up in the hotel room with Burt, practicing. He's like, "Cool, this is a lot of fucking pressure." If not, I'll just die. So he's dead. Did you see uh, Mitch Albom's column uh, about Burt Backrack? Yeah. No, I didn't know he wrote about Bert. I would have read that, actually. Mitch has had a couple okay. pretty good columns lately. Okay, I'll read the first uh, paragraph for you. The phone rang. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What? What? That's one sentence. I already don't it's like already it. Fun. Time out. <laughs> trying to do this without laughing. <clears throat> the phone rang. The phone rang. I can't tell you the day. I can't tell you the month. Oh. I could only tell you it was around 25 years ago. I already know what's going to happen. And the whispery Bert Backrack wants oh, to make it? some music with Mitch Album. He wants to put his music in Mitch's movie. Burt Backrack was blown away by Tuesdays with Maury. You're getting close. <laughs> Brandon's the closest. <laughs> no! Phone rang. I can't tell you the day. I can't the tell you the guys, I mean heaven. I can only tell you it was around 25 years ago. And the whispery voice on the other end of the line said, Hi, it's Burt Backrack. That started a most unlikely friendship. Oh, okay. Burt had read one of my books. My therapist turned me on to you. He said, a line you don't forget. Oh, fuck's Which sake. Somebody said, this is not me, but someone else did say, I think Bert might need a new therapist. He's recommending <laughs> Mitch Album books. Yeah, you should be helping Bert. Bert had read one of my books and we met up in California and hit it off. And we met again and did a few things together. And later, I wrote a novel about a musician that included him. And he read his part for the audiobook, his rich, resonant narration telling an imaginary encounter. With my lead character. Oh, Jesus Christ. They're so intertwined, their careers. But nothing I could have and, imagined know, I, honestly, compared to the real life or the majesty of Burt Beckrack and his the music. Majesty. Okay, Stay around. He, he was gentle. He was elegant. He wore tuxedos and have a silver flecked hair. And even if you don't know his work, you do. Because there's pretty much nobody <laughs> over 20 in this country who hasn't heard close to you or... That's what friends are for, or what the world needs now is love, sweet love, or raindrops keep falling on my head. Well, I would agree You're with this. Me gay. I would agree with this last statement, but the, what bothers me about the story is it kind of it's about it, Mitch. It's not about Burt well, Backrack. It, it also implies that Mitch is the bigger star because Burt Backrack called him <laughs> about his work. It wasn't Mitch, you know, going Burt. Oh my God, I love your music. All those giant hit records is like, oh my God, your book. Listen to the song Alfie, a tune that Bert once told me. If he had to pick one thing he'd written to present at the gates of heaven, 
That would oh. be it. Stop! <laughs> I'm having David Hogg flashbacks. I wanted to shoot myself. No, Mitch Albom. No, d- please tell me that Mitch asked him, what if uh, you <laughs> were at the gates of hell? Oh. <laughs> Don't tell me that Bert just brought that up and said that uh, yeah, in no, relation totally, to his book. Totally, no, he totally just, but they were friends. That's what yeah, friends talk they were about. They besties. He married often, four times total, once to actress Angie Dickinson after a drunken night in Las Vegas which culminated in a ceremony at 3.30 in the morning with Chuck Barris of the Gong Show as his best man. Hey, that's pretty I'm cool. I'm so happy I have you as my best friend. Why get married in such a fashion? I once asked him. As opposed to what other fashion, he said. Well, the kind where you set a date and invite people. Oh, come on, he said. Well, how about, could he at least mention, like when he was uh, spending Tuesdays with Maury, what song he would have listened to of Burt Bacharach's when he left or when he showed, before he got there to psych him up? Or wouldn't it be nice if he would do that too? See, I'm scanning through the rest of this. Because <laughs> that's what best friends do. I have a feeling there's no comments on this story. I remember visiting Burt once at a house he was renting in Del Mar, California. We sat on the beach as he watched his two young children play in the ocean. We ate lunch and talked about music before I left. He asked me to write my phone number in his address book. Bert Backrack had young children? Put it under the A's, he said, handing it over. I squeezed it in between Herb Alpert and Charles Asnavour, whoever that is. How's that for I a... want a forensic account for Charles Asnavour? How's that for a stable of friends? Yeah, <laughs> the three of you. Who's Herb that? Alpert, Mitch Album, and Charles Asnavour. Before I left that day, Bert handed me a CD of a yet unreleased album he was doing with Elvis Costello. Who are they? As I put it in my bag, he quickly added, The bass on track 9 is still too high, so ignore that. And the drums on track 11 are a little up, so try and ignore that. Why don't you fucking fix it, Bert? Here was Bert Beckrack, <laughs> the legend. telling everyone to ignore it, just fix it. Tweaking over the material, even as he handed it over, trying to get it perfect. He just wanted to make it <laughs> the great. The phone rang. He surely did, and beautiful, for himself and for anyone who has ever been moved by his music, which, to cite one more of his songs, is anyone who had a heart. Oh my God, he's so deep. There are no comments, but love the story. <laughs> oh boy. That's not ridiculous. You know, I, I was going to send another song to Brandon. It's kind of, it's sort of gone past its expiration. I was just bumming around through uh, YouTube and I stumbled onto Madonna on Letterman. Oh, and she was playing. I'll send it to you real quick, just just for just for kicks, because Madonna actually was very likable on this segment. Which usually, how big was her face? Her her face looks very beautiful. And Dave used to rag on her to her face all the time. Uh, Dave ragged on her face. Didn't he? Didn't he? No, just didn't he rag on her to her? Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah not not as much as she ragged on him. Yeah. I mean, she, she oh, said... I love your face. Didn't she it's say so the unusual. F word like 12 times she, once when she was she, on? Yeah, that was a big deal. Did she flash her tits too? Or am I or confusing Barry with Drew Barrymore? Or did they both do it? They might have both done it. Uh, let's see. Oh, here it is. Okay. She went on and um, it's kind of funny because she is going to play guitar. Mm-hmm. And so you want it in your email, Brandon? Yeah. That's okay. She was going to play guitar and oh. she was nervous about it. 
And so she had her guitar teacher there. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it was kind of funny. And he ended up playing on the track, which is a pretty good song. But it's just weird because Madonna is nervous about playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Like she's going to screw it up. And so she's like telling everybody, okay, you just pretend you don't hear it if I screw this up because I don't play much guitar. That's kind of likable. Yeah, it was. My guitar teacher, his name is Monty. Say hi, Monty. Monty. You think they banged? No, he's too old. He's like 30. Does she look good there? She looks okay, yeah. Yeah. No, she looks like Madonna. On my record. Okay, great. Is that all right? Thank you. We certainly appreciate it. Good luck to you. I will uh, sheepishly admit that I, I like this song, too, that she's going to perform. Yeah, I like it. I definitely like this song. Don't tell me. She's got some songs I like. Oh, God. Nerve-wracking. Okay, if I make a mistake... Oh. Oops, I swore. That damn battery pack can fall out of my pants. Just stuff it That's in the there. infamous thing she did on Letterman when she appeared and kept okay. swearing. Do you remember that? She said fuck over and over and over yeah. and over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. What did he do? He touched my unmentionables. It's very she, cold in She's here. coming across very likable so far. Okay, now look. I just learned how to play guitar. I want to point that out. And, uh, and you know, I'm bound to make a mistake or two. So if I do, don't nobody laugh at me. All right? Don't nobody laugh at me. Okay, everybody? Yeah, start playing. You promise not to laugh? Come on, come on, while we're young. Question, she is singing out live. Not bad. This is from 2000. Okay, so she's she's 42 years old here. Mm-hmm. She looks and good. She looks, that's a great looking 42. And honestly, I saw her at the Super Bowl, which was 2014. Uh, yeah, so that was, she was 55. I thought she looked really good. And this weekend, I was 
being besieged with all these think pieces, like Time Magazine had a, a big opinion piece, and a bunch of other people did. And the message was kind of like, um, shut up about her face. Uh, Madonna sings her away. She always has, and uh, she always will. And so uh, who cares if she uh, if this is the face she wants, blah, blah, blah. And um, like, Part of that deal is we get to laugh at it. When yeah, it no, looks that, silly. That's, no one said she couldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've noticed that she's done too much, which is, it looks destructive. I would encourage like, her to keep doing stuff. It's very entertaining. She looks to me like she's headed down the Michael Jackson path, which no one can possibly think is okay. Michael Jackson path. She's going to be black next She year. looks really fucked, fucked up bizarre. and weird. She looks so and different. No one, you know, all these people are suggesting that um, everyone is telling her to age gracefully. Well, she does it her way. It's like... Yeah, and that's yeah. kind of the point is that she's always has to be the most outrageous, yeah. the, always the most the, the most sex uh, obsessed and the I crazy sexiest. She doesn't even be such a bitch about it too. No, exactly. And and when you're 64, that's kind of a bummer place to be. That's kind of an embarrassing place to be. And so yeah, a lot of people are going to pass judgment on it and say it's stupid. And that's I don't think people were saying she doesn't have the right to do it, or it's it's some form of uh, misogyny. Everyone loves saying, "Oh, people are so misogynist." No, and and that she, you know, that women aren't allowed to go age gracefully anyway. So she's just trying to do what you won't allow her to do. And it's like, okay. are you fucking kidding me? I, honestly, like I'm watching this. I saw her at the Super Bowl. I I never thought to myself, "Oh my God, she doesn't look young enough." No, she's the one that does that. Yeah, we ridiculous. don't do that. She looks ridiculous. I don't think her fans do it either. No, she looks silly. And, uh, and ultimately, her fans should be the ones that matter. They would accept her anyway, and they'll accept her fine just like this. Are her, fans, are are her fans ragging on her? No, I don't think they are. I, I mean, her fans? No, because yeah. they'll never rag on her. I think, I think some people were suggesting that it's kind of sad that she thinks that she can't have a wrinkle on her face. I mean, yeah. that's dumb. If she was trying to look 10 years younger... Instead of 35 years younger. And also, honestly, I think it's stupid when guys her age date 25-year-olds. And I think it's stupid when she does. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, well, oh, it's, hey, it's cool when guys do it. I think that's dumb. Part of but the you're d- fine with Leo banging 19-year-olds. No, the- I think that's kind of dumb, too. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't wait know a how- sec. That's an interesting point because part of the deal is if that happens, we're going to make fun of you for doing that because it's fucking weird. And everybody did that to Leo. and. Yeah. Shit all over Leo. And it's embarrassing, too, because what does a 48-year-old talk to a 19-year-old about? He's not dating a 19-year-old, by the way, but, okay, a 23-year-old. What is a 48... How much fun can a 48-year-old have oh a 23-year-old? Okay, for a while, I, yeah, I would this hate, should be a lot of fun. I would hate to talk to a 23-year-old. Well, after about six months, I think it might be a little tricky. Yeah. Might be, uh, And she might be fucking bored as hell with him, too. <laughs> she should be. But uh, you know, people have mutual relationship arrangements that work for both sides. It's okay. I mean, nobody's saying you can't do these things. But anyway, um, oh boy. So someone misguided. sent me. Oh, I know all the, the oh, by the way all the disaster in Philadelphia. Yeah, right? Chaos oh boy, has okay. ensued. They're marching on City Hall. They're okay. climbing. Yeah. Hold that thought for a second. <laughs> just hold that thought. Take that off the screen, because I, I just want to mention that someone sent me. I believe. The less or unedited version of her tour announcement. Oh, okay. And there were a couple other uh, truth or dares that I didn't see in the original one. Oh, with these celebrities, uh, Little Wayne yeah. and Chud Abadow. There's, a, there's, a, did this, did this happen in the one we watched? Where okay, there's a woman who's kind of an, she's a little more heavy set, 
uh, lesbian, and they asked her, truth or dare? And she, of course, says dare. And she says, uh, they, so they say, who in this room would you spend uh, 12 hours having the wildest sex with, you know, or something uh, to that effect, something just ridiculous. And she, of course, says, Madonna. God. Was that Amy Schumer? Oh, yeah, sure. No, it wasn't Amy Schumer. Oh, was she was other asked other um, to something about eating her husband's butthole or something, like how often do you do it, or show us how you do it. And she took a pretzel up to her mouth and then just put it down and said, don't do it. (laughs) I mean, it was like, really just retarded 22-year-olds were playing truth or dare. It was just so stupid. They age gracefully. (laughs) So childish. It was stupid. And, And the idea that, like Jack Black, okay, you make out with Jack Black, and I'm thinking if I'm Jack Black, I don't think I want to make out with her. Why is she's why 64 she... and she looks like a lunatic why with that crazy Jack Black face? There? I don't know. I don't think any of those people. Why was... Is Little Wayne her friend? Oh, no, I hope not. Is Little Wayne her friend? What a sentence. What a question. And Judd Apatow. Uh, pose, that, no, that, that I, understand. I understand. Pose the scene from uh, the sex book. And everyone acts like they know the scene. Like we all know every pose in the sex Jesus. book, which is fucking ridiculous. And Little Wayne is is sucking her boob. Jack Black is, has his hand well, on I was Little Wayne. I thought that was a guy from Wendy's. <laughs> that was the with, with Courtney, Courtney Love. Love. No, yeah. it was oh. Little Wayne. And, oh, my so God. Dumb. So Judd Apatow can get a shot of it. The director, Judd Apatow. I just thought it was, and honestly, it looks like it hurts to be Madonna. Like when she speaks, she's just gonna go, "Yeah, ow, ow." Yeah, her face is face is gonna explode. Split, fucking tight. There's no expression whatsoever. I just start singing, uh, like a ver. Ow, ow, fuck. It just pops. Yeah. Just splits open. Some some chin. You're really ugly. Some chin implant just carves its way out of her face. Pus starts <laughs> flying out of there like a zit. Oh. Her oh. mouth's just a faucet of blood. Oh, <laughs> it's just—it was so stupid. I just—I don't know. I don't know how. I think everyone agreed, though. I don't yeah. think anybody Nobody thought it likes wasn't. her face. No, <laughs> nobody likes your face. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody say no. She looks great. Not no, even no, her fans. No, it's funny. That That's a good point, because all it is is people defending her right to look stupid. I hope you like your face, because it's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like, so weird. And the closer you look at it. No, in, that, in that particular thing, they never got very close in on her at all. Mm. But, I mean, this group of people playing truth or dare on a table. Adults. Oh, fucking Grand, Grandparents, and, some of them. I forgot that the one guy was asked to dip his balls in his drink yeah, and yeah, drink it. Yeah, cool. Which why would why didn't Madonna drink it? Uh, why why would, didn't Madonna swallow his balls? And if anybody, she's so fucking wild, how old are you? <laughs> so <laughs> dumb. That was ridiculous. Truth or dare? But I did, I did get to see her Letterman appearance, which was really I thought it was really good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was nice. It was- Breaking news with Mort Crim. All right, are we on to Philly? NFL retirement here, man. Uh, Chad Henney is uh, retiring. Oh. Right, according to his Instagram. Thanks, I Mark. <laughs> we needed to know that. What? We do. <laughs> Chad Henney, two-time Super Bowl winner. Uh, well, let's take a look at Philadelphia. <laughs> let's see what's going on there. Oh, before I'll we take a look, though, um, I almost forgot. Oh, no, you did Joe's Produce. You did I did, yep. Yeah, yep. well, yep. I'll mention it again. That, that uh, 
Don't spend your Valentine's Day working in the kitchen or waiting forever for a table at an overpriced restaurant. Call Joe's Produce at 248-477-4333, and they will make the food and make you look like a hero. Nobody's cooking. Great food. Uh, let's see. They've got all those luscious things. I mean, it just sounds... I get mm-hmm. so hungry every time I read about their incredible meat and their homemade bread and their fresh fish and seafood. Um Joe's Produce Market in Livonia would love to help you with Valentine's Day and blow away your Valentine. Serving all your romantic favorites, their expert chefs create all the catering fresh from the Joe's Produce Market in Livonia, so your Valentine will be blown away. So call them at 248-477-4333 and uh, tell them we sent you. Or go to joesproduce.com to check out their menus to get started. Or call anytime. Call after Valentine's because... uh, Anytime at Joe's Produce is delicious. Now, before the game even started, during the day, they were flipping cars in Philly. People were what? getting to Yeah, you didn't see that? Wait, before the game? Before the game, they were flipping. <laughs> wow. What? Wow, nice, I'll show you the videos. Nice pacing yourself, Philadelphia. <laughs> well, maybe, then, maybe it was because of the Comcast outage. Oh, that might have been it. Um, I would have been pissed, too, if the Lions were in it and I couldn't watch it. God, they had cops everywhere, too. I was watching on... Saturday evening, and they were just doing a story on, oh, my God, law enforcement is everywhere in Philadelphia. And they showed these lines of cops. Oh, Jesus. This is before the game. (laughs) Oh, shit. Look at all the phones recording it. Flipping cars. (laughs) And so now. I get a little annoyed when you see all those phones. Not not because everybody's filming it, because why can't I see the one of the guy that's closest recording it? That would be nice. So, following the game, uh, signs of unrest surfaced immediately. Well, yeah. Disgruntled fans swarmed City Hall and clashed with police. Why? Wait, why are they disgruntled? Cops in the city are currently well, I using mean, that tear holding, gas. Didn't you see that, now, that holding call? Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Tear oh, I'm gas sorry. Everywhere. I Did completely, you, no, I for forgot about I the holding call. I spaced out and forgot about the holding call. That guy's hammered. Oh, there's lots. So they already greased up a lot of the but, poles. But they were doing this before the game. Yep. They would have done this if they won. Look at all the police! Look at a lot of costumes and stuff. Oh, wait, they're they're oh, on top of a, uh, yeah. Did they on top not... of one of those glass roof things. He's going to oh! break through, isn't it? Oh, that guy just jumped off like a stage dive, and no one Nobody caught him. Nobody caught him. Ouch. Wait, isn't the roof going to break again? Hopefully. Uh, I don't know. Because it's one, one of those bus stops with the glass roofs, and there's like 20 people there. That guy that just face-planted just jumped up and then gave everybody the finger that's still on top of the bus stop. <laughs> well, I don't know. Why is it their fault? Because they wouldn't do it, bunch of pussies. Oh, did they, maybe they made him jump off. I mean, it looks like a good time. What? Wait, why is getting the crowd to cheer louder? Why is that fun? You just lost the Super Bowl. I don't understand. Here here they are setting off fireworks. Burning shit, that's fun. Yeah, burning shit with no water. Yeah, well, what is that, though? I mean, that's nothing. No harm, no foul. Well, if they add more to the pile, though. Here's all the police. Oh, my God. In front of City Hall. I mean, Philadelphia fans. Here's a fist fight. All right. Okay. There's more, more video. I want more video. I'm trying to find more video for you. They're, they're... This is a. This is a. We got a, a lot to unpack here. It's an ongoing situation. Fans march on Philadelphia City. March on City Hall. Yeah. So they can loss. fix it. Look at this. Guy. What, why is it City Hall's fault? Eh, where else you gonna, Where else are you gonna march to? <laughs> right. I don't you, think you gotta they, have a destination if you're they marching. Need to be marching. I don't know. I saw that bad holding call. 
Well, they're throwing things at police, and the but police are City in City Hall gear. didn't make the holding call. Well, yeah, but they're supposed to speak up for their constituents. <laughs> Throwing bottles at the police. Stop being devil's advocate. <laughs> I, well, I got to say, I was trying to say that Philadelphia fans are notoriously terrible, right? Yeah, they're, they're, oh, yeah they're pretty they're bad. The, they boo everybody. But in a weird way, I kind of enjoy <laughs> I kind of enjoy them. This dude's doing a burnout and just smoking out Whoa. the whole city. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's ridiculous. Oh, What's man. a car in park or something? Yeah, he just brake torquing. Except that we're like 500 people right in front of his car. Fuck the Chiefs. Fuck that Jeep? Fuck the Chiefs. The Chiefs. <laughs> oh, okay. The team they lost to. Okay, and there's some guys that have climbed onto the uh, the traffic lights yeah, so they, they can be it. the most vertically high Philadelphia Eagle fans. That's cool. I'm <laughs> They're having a good time. Whoa, look at this one. Okay, this party doesn't look like it's about to break up. Holy shit, now there's a bunch of people on a single one. Wow, that's going to come crashing down. Uh, just got the uh, live cam moments when the fans ripped down the Eagles banner hung on the Philadelphia Museum of Art building. <laughs> yeah, that's where, isn't that where the Rocky statue is? Why? Too, the famous Rocky statue. They're ripping it down so they can steal it? I guess. I don't know, or just maybe they're mad at it. No, because they ripped it in half. I guess I expect way too much out of drunk people in crowds. But now, when people, when, when all this is on security cameras, aren't they going to arrest all these people, identify them, and dox them? Or is Philadelphia smart enough what? not to allow people to be doxed? <laughs> allow people not to be doxed. Arrest me for what? Is that understood in Philadelphia? Arrest me for what? <laughs> there you go. I'm not allowed to stand up for myself. <laughs> I thought this was America. We don't go oh, for the doxing. Wait, America? can't you go back to where they I'm flipped sorry, the car, Brian? That looked like it was going to be cool. It was a this one. Yeah, this is oh, the same car. Angle. Oh no, no, no! This is a different car. Different car. I want to see it. I want to see that. Oh my God. I want to see them flip that car. I haven't seen that many people in the street in a long time. <laughs> oh! Oh! Yeah, it's over! Everybody cheer! We oh, jump it. on top of it! Yes! <laughs> yes! Wow, like, yes! Wow. And wave your arms in the air when you jump on top. Yes! I helped! Wow. I'm so cool! Look at these sneakers hanging from the, <laughs> the wires. I destroyed someone's car, and now I'm standing on top of it. And now tomorrow we're going to get a story about the people whose cars, and then they're going to get GoFundMes, and then they're going to yeah, get new cars. you're right. They got insurance. They'll end up ahead. Wait, why don't you stop at that one? Because that could, that thing could break, right? That roof could break? I think it's the same one that we saw where the guy does the, jumps off. Oh, maybe. okay. It's the same one. It's a bunch of drunk no, people that don't know what to do. That's oh, here's, wow, that's a lot of running fans. Where are they running? <laughs> I think that was a fake one. Uh, and then I, I'm so far around. down now that we're actually in shootings. So yeah, a, a legit riot in downtown Philly following the loss. That's the police. Why are they fighting back? Okay, the police are moving forward as one with with what do they call those? Uh, riot shields. shields. Yeah, and and the sticks, and they're pushing back against the line. It's like I don't care how drunk you are. <laughs> You really think you're going to get through that line of cops? 
Oh my God. Please, you don't know when you have this group of people. Look how many yeah, people there are. People, there's destruction. Oh, so you would have thought they won the Super Bowl. With the outcome of the game. I can tell you that it felt like a collective kick in the stomach when we saw that final field go kicked and you could just hear So it's all justified because of that of cheap. Well, I like that they're supporting the people doing this. Do you want to zoom in over there? You've got an Eagles flag, someone walking down there proudly holding up their Eagles flag with a group of Eagles fans behind them. So it still was a spectacular season and you are seeing some upbeat people out here at least They're trying losers. to keep a brave face I like the reporter like this behavior is not going to ruin a great season yeah absolutely <laughs> not in any way shape or form I don't want to hear it I'd like to hear her name four eagle players. Wow, man, that really hurts our Kelsey. There must be, there must be, <laughs> I, I would say at least three hundred police that are directly blocking City Hall. It's more a more diverse crowd than I thought it would be. Who's playing them drums? Fuck the Chiefs! Fuck the Chiefs! Fuck the Chiefs! Fuck the Chiefs! Meanwhile, in Kansas City, there's just a bunch of penis softening dancing going on. If you want to check Awful Announcing's uh, Twitter, Brandon, they're showing some very annoying dancing. Wait, don't tell me Jackson has more dancing. No, no, no. These are Chief fans just in just in Kansas City jumping around and dancing. And then talk about all the storylines. Of course, we've been talking about Andy. Look how lame that is. Jesus, lame. Brett Veach pay that nod to Hank Stram with that suit on as they matriculate. Lame. Bouncing around. Go to City Hall and climb something. Yeah, burn something. There must be some stupid camera on them, so they're just performing. I was wondering, police were prepared, uh, they barricaded the sidewalks off, Broad Street was open. We were wondering, were people going to come out? They did. Now, it didn't look like it did two weeks ago. It certainly didn't look like it did, oh, did in 2018, but people were climbing poles. Yep, they were doing what, what we saw two weeks ago. Um, people you know who the biggest Philadelphia buzzkill today is right now? Who? James Bradbury, the guy that committed the holding penalty, because after the, after the game, he admitted it was holding. I tugged his jersey. I hope they weren't going to call it. Well... Don't admit Wait, to it. He said, don't think they weren't going to call it? It was a holding. I tugged on the jersey. I was hoping they wouldn't call it. Oh. Yeah, he did tug on the jersey. I saw that. But a lot of that, that happened was at the, so the beginning of the play. It's not necessarily he, holding, though. He, he didn't, like... I think it was okay, more the left He either let go or it slipped out of his hand because yeah. the guy was not really disrupted. Just don't get it. But did the league give him a bonus to say that? Well, it's scripted. It was in the script. <laughs> yeah, it was in the. Oh, okay, that's right. It was in the preseason script, and he was like, "Wow, I got to do that on the last game." That's so dumb. Oh my god. Oh, and that's all anyone's going to remember from the Super Bowl. That and the Kelsey brothers. Motherfucking Super is, Bowl. Is that is that call universally hated or? It's are pretty, there people it, supporting? I think it's there's loved a, in uh, Missouri. There's no, a, I'm, yeah. not, I mean, not not in uh, Chiefs or or, or Eagles well, fans. I don't care what they think. I mean. Everybody else. Everything I see is a bad call, bad call, bad call. Most of it. There, there's a few, that, but you know how Number you know it's one, a bad call because there's a lot of people, and it's easy to say because they won the Super Bowl. There's a lot of people going, oh, "I'm a Chiefs fan. That was a terrible call." Well, the number one trend at the very end of the game was hashtag NFL rigged. That was the number one. Trend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, scripted. Well, okay. And, and, I want to say this about that play: the receiver was not disrupted. He was open. To some degree, I mean, he's wide open, but he was open, and the pass was way over his head. And it wasn't like he misjudged the receiver because he was so, uh, you know, he was held for so long. Mm. He had time to hit him, and he missed him by a lot. Yeah. 
So and the motherfucking Super Bowl. And, and I would imagine that a lot of people that had money on the Eagles were fucking pissed. Super Bowl Fifty Seven. I was, I was not one of them. I was one of them. Oh well. Yeah. I. Well, you were pissed, weren't you? Fuck. Oh I yeah. I just. Want, I, I mean, you I were want... pissed at your bets losing. No, not really. You know what I was mostly pissed off is just the lame way the game ended. Because no, it was a great game, and it came down to a because stupid of the hold. Well, yeah, and that it, that it ended with two kneel downs and a field goal. If they're Happy okay, Super Bowl Sunday. I think, I think anybody like would want to see three and a half minutes left when that happened. Yeah. So you knew that Philly could get the ball back. Yeah, it would have been no, not as big a deal. I thought it would have been a, kind of a bullshit, just like overturning the um, uh, Devontae Smith catch that got overturned. I thought that was a little ridiculous. The one he caught against his helmet. Yeah. Yeah, and then it bobbled. I couldn't decide. I really couldn't. I felt like I, that was payback for San Francisco. Was was it clear that when he gained control of it against his helmet, that his feet were in bounds? Are you talking about Goddard, or are you talking Goddard's about play. Devontae Smith? No, I'm talking about the other play. What didn't he have the ball against his helmet when he yeah, little, went yeah, down out of the, bounds? And then he came down on it, and that's why they said the ball moved and was incomplete. But to me, it's like that's a fucking catch. Just let it go. Yeah, I, did, I didn't think it was incomplete because of when he came down. Yeah. Although, I get, yeah, I guess they do call that sometimes, too. I, I don't know. It's just when it's called that way on I, the field as a catch. I don't know what's a fucking catch surprised. anymore. No, I, know. I don't know what a catch is. Because, honestly, if you asked me 10 years ago, when the Eagle running back caught the ball, turned, got hit, and Kansas City ran it in, yeah. I would have said, that's that a fumble. That would have been a fumble, yeah. Because he caught that ball. Yeah. That ball was successfully caught. You know that third step or football move or some bullshit. No yeah, I, I don't know who came up with that. Uh, did um, did either of you guys see Twenty Twenty on Friday night? Twenty Twenty was that the, the North Jensen's Dakota? Julie Jensen and her no. husband Mark, the no. biggest asshole. Oh God. Okay, there's a couple that got married very young. She was a really idealistic. Uh, wanted to be a young mom. Wanted to have a couple kids, and uh, they named their kids. The first their their first name started with D, and calling the husband Dad. She had a license plate. My David th- and Douglas. My three Ds, like you know, all that matters are her three Ds. And she didn't work. She quit nursing school to marry him. And get it. He was Mister Finance Guy. Although it, it turned out, once they've been married for a couple of years, he turned into a flaming asshole, who liked her locked up at home. And unable to use the computer, which, you know, he had, a, this was 98, very few people had computers at home, but he did, and, and he made it very difficult for her to use it even, although I think the kids helped her, so which became, which became important later on. But anyway, um, he liked being out partying with his friends and with people from work and stuff all the time while she sat at home, and she just started to hate him. He was a total narcissist and just really didn't give a fuck about her. In fact, his biggest beef about the marriage was... She, he couldn't stand all the attention his kids got from her. What? He didn't feel he was getting enough attention. The kids oh got all God. the fucking attention. The baby. So he was jealous of the kids, even his when they were kids. babies. His own fucking kids. Yeah. So she wanted to divorce him in 1991, which was the last thing she Grow thought she would up. ever want would be to get divorced. And by that time, she'd started working at a brokerage firm, which, of course, really pissed him oh, off. Good How dare you leave the house? And while he was away traveling for his work... She invited a guy over from the brokerage firm for dinner right. who ended up staying all weekend. All right. Yeah, so she had a little fling, which her husband found out about. Uh-oh. And she had filed for divorce at this point. He said, you'll never see your sons again, ever. 
God. Everyone is going to know about this. You will lose in court. I will have full custody of your kids. Everyone's going to know that you cheated on me because I suck. <laughs> so she was so concerned about this that she withdrew the divorce petition. Oh, no. So then she starts getting X-rated calls all the time, and people were posting X-rated pictures on her car windshield, under wipers, on the front door, on the mailbox. Huh. Yeah. Uh, and she thought the pictures were, she couldn't tell, but she thought the, the like, they were intimate pictures of genitals and stuff. She thought, that looks like, look like me. I, I mean, it wasn't, as it turns out. But this went on for six years. I mean, who else knew about it but him? Uh, the guy that fucked her. So two people knew about it. I, I guess, and, and yeah, they blamed, she, he tried to blame that guy, but the guy had left town, and they were still <laughs> getting the pictures posted all over the place. So what a mastermind. The, the police were like, we just, <laughs> who, they were just perplexed. Hired a private investigator who told her privately that, I think your husband's doing it. <laughs> yeah, which I thought immediately. I was like, who else would do that? I got Why would anyone wanna, else do I got it? anyone to add any more billable hours? She made a mistake because she hated her husband and she thought she was getting divorced. It was, you know, it was oh, a bad mistake, man. but it was worse because he found out because she would have been on her own. And she wanted to be away from him so badly, but she was stuck. Or she thought she was. So then by the time she's 40 years old, Again, she still wants out, but he uh, he is having an affair now with somebody at work who lives in St. Louis, and he's like, yeah, we're at work in St. Louis this weekend, so he'd be gone all the yeah. time. And Does she give him all the attention that he needed? No. Oh, no. oh, oh that girl does. The new yeah. girl, That yeah. girl does, yeah. Although she's engaged to marry someone else. Ah. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. So... Um, one day, uh, she's really sick, and the kids are really worried about her. They want Dad to take her to the hospital. And he's like, no, no, she's fine. All right. Walk it off. Next day, she's really sick. And uh, he's like, you know what? Go to school, and I'll figure out. I'll, I'll take her to the hospital. She'll be better by the time we get home. So she Started actually, performing with Lady Gaga. The kids, <laughs> the kids go to school, and when they come home, she's dead. Oh and 911's there, and they're like, holy shit, that's bizarre. A 40-year-old woman weighs 115 pounds, and she's dead? I mean, geez, she yeah. seems to be in perfectly good shape. Bizarre. So then uh, police take the computer, and they start investigating. And, of course, in the computer are all these emails and IMs, instant messages, which were big then, from the other chick. And he said, oh, no, I, she's just a friend. I barely know her. But they had all these messages that talked about them having sex. And, you know, it was obviously a romantic relationship. And then... Um, they also received a letter, like two days after she died, the police received a letter from her saying that, what? I am really nervous that my husband is trying to kill me. Wow. Because of things she had seen. He was searching on the internet, and she had found a, a list on his day planner that was like, syringes, pills, you know, all these things to kill her. <laughs> and she idiot. was convinced that was for her. Yeah, so they got this letter. So, you know, they... they uh, they're, they're convinced he did it. They know he did it. Plus, well, I mean, how did she die? He's suspicious. She died of, uh, they didn't know. They eventually found out it was it was um, ethylene glycol from antifreeze okay. in her drink. And his opinion was that she, just, she did it to kill herself. She was suicidal. She was oh, depressed. Yeah. Oh, okay. She was taking antidepressants. And she wanted to frame me. Because oh, she yeah. hates me so much. Oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah. that's what people committing suicide do. Yeah, especially they someone who's other people. especially someone who's not vindictive at all. <laughs> when they have two kids. Too. No, it was preposterous. But that is what he wasn't arrested and charged for ten fucking years, which I thought was like, what? What took so long? It's ridiculous. 
but it took them a while. He'd erased everything on the computer. Yeah. So it took so them a while to restore that. a lot of the stuff on the computer. When they found the search history, it was like pipe bombs, ethylene glycol, antifreeze poisoning, uh, poisoning, how to kill your wife. Um, and then how to frame your wife. They also found out that while she was dying, while she was still alive, he, she wasn't dying fast enough. He was afraid she was going to live. So he was trying to figure out why she wasn't dead or like how long it would be until she died from oh my God. Yeah, I know it was fucking insane. So what would you do if she died? They finally, finally get this thing in court in 2008. And they also get a, a surprise witness who comes out like towards the end, who was an employee who said he was drunk with Mark Jensen one night when they were on uh, at some company. Oh, thing. He was a new employee. And uh, this guy where they're commiserating about their terrible wives. Yeah. And so Mark Jensen brought up howtokillyourwife.com. So you should go to howtokillyourwife.com. You know, there's what? some great uh, ideas on there, non-detectable ways to kill your, kill your wife. I'm going there right now. So he never said anything because Mark was his boss and he was afraid of him. And he did not work in a short time. So anyway, uh, finally, they go to court. And the big deal is that should this letter be admitted because he can't confront his accuser because he killed her. But he can't confront her, so it shouldn't be allowed. Well, they allowed it, and he was found guilty. Good. And then they overturned it in 2022 because they said, nope, shouldn't allow it. He can't confront his accuser. Because he killed her. So they had a retrial. That's the thing I've ever heard of. I know. I thought it was totally stupid, too. They had a retrial. By the way, I'm on it right now, howtokillyourwife.com. Don't go to it because it'll just put a flag on your thing. Plus, it's a really bad website. No, it's in your search history. Well, it's in yours. You're my boss. Oh, well, it's in yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you loaded it. It's bad. Um, anyway, uh, it, so he gets a retrial. It's overturned after 14 fucking years, and, and they can't use the letter. And they had, like, you know, the first trial was like, the letter, the letter, the letter, the letter, the yeah, letter. So they can't huge. use the letter. But they do present, uh, they have new information, like he had, um, he had tried to get a guy in prison Let's see. What did he try to get this guy to do? Oh yeah, he wanted this guy Aaron Dillard to um, to the make guy I know. to make a witness disappear. Yeah, and he wanted to know what it would cost. It was a thousand dollars. So then he's he calls on the prison phone, which is recorded. He calls his girlfriend, who is still the same girlfriend. Really? She married him. What? Had another kid with him, and she's raising his three his all the kids while he's in prison. Oh, okay. Great chick. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, he calls Kelly Labonte's her name, and he says, uh, yeah, I need $500 times two. He's trying to be really cryptic. He's $500 times two, $1,000, you know, for this person. And then he also tried to get another guy bailed out so he could kill someone. He wanted his his wife to bail this dude out (laughs) to kill the witness that said he talked about howtokillyourwife.com. It was so stupid. Anyway, they found him guilty again. Thank God. And the Kelly chick divorced him finally, and she's still raising all the kids. But oh, this guy was such fault. a fuckface, and they really yes. made it sound like these, the first trial was very close. And the second trial, they really were worried about it because they couldn't present the letter. <laughs> and there just wasn't good forensic evidence. They knew she had it in her system, but they had really Yeah, but who has motive and access? She did it to herself. She wanted to die. No she wants gonna, to suicide, commit suicide to frame him. No one's going to believe that. Oh, no, it's really stupid. Commit suicide to get back at your ex. That's the Although, dumbest thing I've ever heard of. It reminded me of the 48 Hours, which you watched, where oh, yeah. these guys <laughs> took this girl that had a high position at the bank 
and they went to her house, broke in, and with a gun to her head and her daughter, and they tied him up and put bombs on both of them mm-hmm. and said she had to go in and take out $300,000 or something. Yeah. Which I got to say, uh, I'm no bomb expert, but when I saw the pictures early on in 48 Hours, I just went, that's not dynamite. Yeah, I, I thought it didn't look it like dynamite so either. But they strapped it to their back. So I yeah, so they were so afraid, and she thought she was, you know, she'd come back and her daughter would be dead and all yeah. that. And she got the money out of the bank. Of course, why wouldn't she? But eventually, they do catch these guys, and the guy testifies that it was the mom's idea. I was fucking her. <laughs> we were having an affair. And it was her idea to rob her bank. Great defense. It's I know. I was like, how, you're putting the victim that, on trial. Is what he's doing. How can that be allowed? I don't. I, I mean, don't there has know. to be some well, basis for it before it can be entered into a court case. There has to be some basis. Like he has phone calls with her before yeah. any of this happened, or well, some proof that they actually were hanging out. And um, it kind of worked for the other woman who was that guy's real girlfriend, who was the real mastermind, oh, who came right. up with it. Because she admitted, they showed her on tape admitting it <laughs> yes. to the investigator, but that wasn't admissible in court for some reason. I don't yeah. know why. So he claimed it wasn't her on the walkie-talkie, and the victim said, yes, it was her, and it yeah. was her. Yeah. And, and uh, the amazing thing that that victim, the manager of the bank, remembered them coming in for a meeting and had his business card, which if they're yeah, going to pull off that left a that business crime, card. What are you doing? Yeah, I was absolutely beyond stupid it was incredible but it was a i just hope she was able to the the bank manager was able to explain to her daughter that she was once a stripper like amber rose so <laughs> daughter won't hate her <laughs> yes we were i was having sex with the man that uh, stripped that put dynamite on us and oh it was gonna blow us up well i think that actually she really was an adult dancer she was a stripper and I think they brought that up in court and just, yeah. to, you know, proof that he banged her, which I don't know how you connect those dots. I, I just feel like there has to be some, I mean, they're so cautious about anything about the fucking murderers. Oh, well, there's a, there was another example. You can murder 18 people and, oh, no, I can't bring up the first 17, not for this trial. The oh jury God. can't know about the that. Those are the sticks of dynamite? Yeah, totally fake. They look like they? Acme dynamite. Yeah, you know what they are, Brandon? Road flares? They're um, like broomsticks cut up into the same, you know, equal pieces and then wow. paint, painted red. <laughs> and and they found the rest of the broomsticks and the paint yes. at the guy's house. And he still was and almost acquitted. Tape. And the, the brains of the operation was acquitted. That girl was the... Uh, Lisa girl. Ramirez? Yeah, she was acquitted. It was... That's insane. Now, another example of, the, of things not being ad- admissible in court was Dateline had a really... I, I was hooked into it. It was Keith. It was, it Keith, was a good case. It was Keith Morrison too, so yeah. it was really very interesting. Although Keith Morrison's reporting kind of gave away who did it early on, or maybe not, in a, in a weird kind of roundabout way. But that was a wild really? story, and it turns out this guy that committed this murder had also raped somebody, and his DNA was there. And he was a corrections officer, and five women came forward and said, "Hey, they he raped us too," and none of that could be entered into uh, into the court case for the murder. Oh, is this Mindy Morgenstern? Yes. It's a no, it's wild, always that way. With the people story. who are accused of the crime, they're so cautious about the letting, but the person who's the victim, that seems like you can get anything into the case. All they yeah, have to do is I, I say mean, it. Yeah. I, I, it drives sit me until fucking crazy. <laughs> and, you know, this woman had been dead. This poor Julie Jensen had been dead for 24 years when this second case came up. 
and she has to be trashed all over again. She was trying to commit suicide to frame him. She drank the antifreeze herself. Oh, my God. Just dumb. I know. Can't put her letter in. Her final words from the grave cannot be entered into the case. No. But you can say all these things that she didn't think just because you say she did. What about the movie quote she remembered right before she died, like Alec Baldwin said? Was that admissible? <laughs> no. Do you think she, think she had one while I she was I don't think dying? so. I, you know, according to Alec Baldwin, she probably did. I have to tell you something so stupid about that case. When the jury was deliberating, the, her brother, she had four brothers, and I believe they were all alive. And uh, they were so determined to take this guy down. They fucking hated him. In fact, when, when it became known that she'd had an affair, they were like, right on, that's great. Have an affair. Get away from that guy, whatever. But okay. she was so afraid of losing the kids that, you know, it wasn't really an option. But anyway, oh, he... <laughs> Actually, I think I know what time on the show this happened. I think I wrote it down. Maybe we can cue it up. Maybe it's worth it. <laughs> um... At one one right? one yeah twenty twenty one fifty five forty five yeah boy the uh, her brother is showing off a scrapbook of her at all these phases of her life and describing you know why she was so important to them and look this is her then and this is her with the kids and she would never commit suicide and leave these kids behind and so on and so forth and then when he finished hmm. he uh. <laughs> He wanted to uh, wrap it up with a flourish. Oh, boy. So he, he wanted to sing a song. What? That she liked, I guess. To uh, Oh, this is not going to be awkward in the least, is it? Oh, no, no, no. It's really fitting, and it, it did a beautiful job. Oh, there's one other thing before you play that. I just want to mention this. The, the killer, Mark Jensen, was wearing at one point in the 2020 story, in court, for uh, being charged with murder, the exact tie that I have. Oh, I have this it could exact have been you. fucking tie. Really? It could have been me. Oh. Yeah, and it's it's a tie. Are that you I, saying he's got great style? No, I wore this tie <laughs> for a long time because I thought it was so cool. I thought that's a great tie. I never wear a tie, so why can't I just keep wearing it? Because I hardly ever wear it. And then um, someone at some point said, "Murder tie." That tie's like that's an old tie, isn't it? It's fat or it's out of style. Anyways, and I, I think I got rid of it, but. It was the exact tie I wore, so he had my exact well, taste. And, and he's he, still wearing it. It's out of style. Here's the brother. Abuse. And finally, he sang the Beatles song, In My Life, as oh, a tribute. No. In my life, I love you more. What? Sorry. Four-second clip, but we had to hear it. Huh? <laughs> so awkward. Did, did he know that they can record that? Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> there, were eight, there, were, there were like a phalanx of cameras recording that. I want to know why the editor chose to use that. If it was for comedic oh, uses. He knows. Come on. I, I know. Same, you know they know. It's the same reason every reporter had to bite their tongue and not laugh out loud because it's fucking awkward. <laughs> the fact that he held that I'll note for so long, domestic too. Domestic abuse. And finally, he sang the Beatles song, In My Life, as a tribute. 
in my life. I love you more. Hey, maybe this guy is taking advantage of the situation because he really thinks he can be a good singer. I think he, he was. I think a he talent think scout's going to see that. It did seem like he thought he could sing. It's my big I break. <laughs> I've got the media here. It was probably your favorite song, right? He left him with a demo tape. <laughs> um, <laughs> so weird. I know, it was so weird. Oh, it was I such. Love. It just stuck out in that. Like what? It sounded exactly like a Beatle too. <laughs> but on uh, on Dateline, this girl. <laughs> I, I, did that. I know. I thought it was so strange. I, could, I kind of admire the balls on that guy. Uh, on Dateline, this this girl was murdered, and she lived in an apartment, and she wasn't raped, but you know, it was she was stabbed many times. Yeah, and they just really couldn't figure out who it was and they tested a lot of dna and they, they weren't having any success and they interviewed a lot of people and lie detectors and this kind of went on for a while and then they bump into this this uh ex-boyfriend who really she loved more than he loved her and yeah. she just couldn't let go of this guy he was the love of her life and so she stayed in touch with his father mm -hmm. which i thought this, was oh the, god how awkward and this weird. dateline had easily the best uh, collection of detective interviews I've seen because not only did they have the ex-boyfriend who really get, kind of gave a master class on how to answer detectives questions yeah because you know, he didn't do it but then there was even the ex-gang uh, member who moved who had committed crimes he's like I knew you guys be looking at me yeah and it was really awkward. He kind of slowed the police down because, like, this guy's fucking nuts. I, know, I think had, he did it. They had too many people who seemingly could have done it. But this ex-boyfriend, ex yeah. who, who, by the way, I was like, why does she love that guy so much? Because she's really pretty. He's not that. He's not I, that think she, uh, I, I think she was really sheltered. Yeah, I would agree. She's just yeah. There, I mean, she's but she was beautiful. Too. She was a model. She was doing some modeling. I don't think she was a real successful model, but she was pretty enough to model. I mean, this is a long time ago too. Mm -hmm. So, um, the, the 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 love of her life really wants to move on, and he even said that you know, yeah, like six months after we broke up, I wasn't even talking to her, and she just showed up at my door, yeah. and she wanted to talk, and I just told her to leave. Yeah. And and so he naturally he, he felt guilty about that because she'd been murdered. But you know he's like, know what am I going to say? I mean, I don't want to talk about that again. If you wanted her to leave, doing it once was punishment enough. I don't want the retap. If you wanted her to leave, you should have gotten that guy to sing in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get that out of my head. That would be cool to have those stories pollinate each other. In my but anyway, so she was so desperate to know what he was up to when they were no longer together that she's befriended his father, who really likes her. And then eventually, her friend said. He was calling her multiple times every day. Seven times a day. It was yeah. so weird. Yeah. And and then uh, did his wife ever? Did his wife find yeah. out at some point? I think so. And so I, then uh, he was I, sneaking calling her yeah. like several times a week, and yeah. he would sneak in and have lunch with her. And so I was like, "Is this guy trying to fuck her? What?" Because he was gave her hundred hundred bucks for a trip coming up, and yeah, he's and hey, she thought it was a twenty. <laughs> so. <laughs> It was so fucking weird. Oh, I can't take your money. And, and she's like, oh, just spend it on liquor then. She's like, oh, I you. Know, nice guilting your son's ex-girlfriend into taking money because you're just going to say, know. I'm going to drink it away. And then she's like, yeah, I'll take that. That's a fucking hundo. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
It was just bizarre, though. Why is this guy talking to her all the time? His kid was so bummed. I was like, the last thing in the world I want my dad is be talking to her. I don't even talk to her. I don't want to talk to her. I want her to move on. So he was a suspect because he was, he was so obsessed with her. Yeah, but Here, he was eventually I'm, I'm dismissed. I'm trying to find you yeah, because you haven't even mentioned the best part of his relationship with his son's ex-girlfriend. Uh, if I can find it here. Wait, the best part of his relationship? <laughs> Hang on. Well, the funniest part. For starters, the obvious question, why was he so attached to his son's 22-year-old ex-girlfriend? The voicemail. He left her. Oh, oh God. After she died? Yes. Yeah, it was kind of like a, my F. She was quite the bubbly character. What? She's quite the bubbly, bubbly character. Let me see if I can find the voice message. Yeah, she's dead, and he leaves her a message to tell her how much he misses her, and he's bawling. This call would be anything Dude, but average. What's going on with you? Weird. Very strange to us. Rodney said that when he heard the terrible news, he was distraught. And he just wanted to talk to Mindy one last yeah, time. She's not alive. Rodney this is what dialed like. number left her voicemails after she died. I know what happened to you. There's no there, your boy. Can't take it. I love you, kid. I'm sorry that happened that way. It happened to you. Oh, God, I'm going to miss you. <laughs> I think it's Rod. Hey, this is Rod, and um, this is what I sound like. So, I don't think his, from you. Take I don't, care. I don't think his wife was really happy about this. It sounded like this. <laughs> he was crying like uh, Nick Sirianni during the national anthem. Oh, that wasn't a deep fake? People were saying that was a deep fake. What, Nick Sirianni? Yeah, crying. No, he was t- totally crying. Really? True. You stuck your head down the window and said, Who's that pussy crying? <laughs> he was I crying for a national anthem, okay? I, I personally, I don't want someone coaching my team that's bawling their eyes out right before the game. I know, but I, I like Nick Sirianni. He's kind of a he's kind of a nut job. I like him. I wish he would have won. I don't know why he's crying or anything. Is he trying to cry really hard? Loves America. I it just seemed like he'd be more focused on the game oh, wait, at that, that point. Like, and, I mean, it, it's certainly I appreciate people who are extremely respectful of the national anthem. That's fine, but man, you're bawling his eyes yeah, out. Keep your emotions together. I, mean, I don't. I don't want to go to a baseball game with him. I'm gonna have to, he's gonna be bawling <laughs> his eyes out. Well, in fairness, yeah, that anthem. was a great national anthem. Do you know who sang it? Chris Baby. Stapleton. Stapleton. Oh, that's right. Babyface sang Babyface. the other song. Yeah, that was I good. Too. Babyface. That was good. Who Babyface. 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 Who sang the black? Sang the black national anthem. Oh, the uh, lady from Abbott Elementary, the one who gave that really crazy Emmy Award speech. Why do we have oh, two? Oh, yeah. Her? Why do we have okay. two national anthems? Because uh, one is f- just for black people and the other one's for everyone. Then what's wait? What's God bless America then? So I guess we have three. Um, boy, that seems give, seems to give white people an advantage if if those two are just for white people. Did Nick Sirianni cry during the black one? <laughs> or God bless that's, America? That's Did a he fair cry question. during God bless America? If I was in the uh, post game press conference, I think I would ask him that. Maybe he was crying because he had to sit through three anthems. <laughs> that's possible. Just want to get the game going. So here, you st- here, here you go. Here's your first headline. This is uh, page six. Rihanna's no gimmick halftime show proves less is more at the Super Bowl. No, it doesn't. 
It proves that less is boring. Wait, the New York Post is cutting our slack? Yeah, they liked it. I, no, I'm surprised that the New York Post would She's take that. She's pregnant, all right? I don't know, man. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I don't think they asked for a pregnant Rihanna to do the halftime show. I think they were asking for the Rihanna that just had a baby last May, yeah, <laughs> assuming yeah. that she would be recovered from her pregnancy. Goodell was saying, this isn't what I paid for. <laughs> Probably. Although they don't pay people for the, for the halftime. No, do don't they? they try to get paid? Doesn't the NFL try to get money from the artist? I don't know d- if they do that. Not true? I don't think so. Um, one, one final thing I wanted to mention... Um, was the American Songwriters Academy. Mm. They, I guess they polled them on their favorite love songs because of uh, Valentine's oh, okay. Day. Yeah. So uh, a, a is top it, 20 list. Is in my life on there? No, it's not. Darn. It's not. Damn it. Although um, it's interesting, there, was a, there were some attached articles I was um, punching up because people were appalled that certain songs didn't make it. Uh, Your Love Keeps Lifting Me Higher, Jackie Wilson. Uh, maybe I'm amazed, Paul McCartney. I'll make love to you, boys to men. Great song. <laughs> <laughs> what? Cra- <laughs> but isn't that just for gay people? What? Boys to men. It's a very. Mm-hmm. It's a pro cons- consent song. <laughs> I'll make love <laughs> okay. to you if you want me to. Uh, crazy in love, Beyonce. That's not a bad song. It's not what I think of like one of the biggest love songs of all time, but it's a great song. It is a great song. All these are great songs. I don't consider that one a love song. I think it's a dance song. Dun, 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 dun. It's one yeah, it was a real, real fast song. They tried to include, I think, oh, it's a, a love song. Have to be slow. No, no. That's they they said that. They said absolutely not. They mentioned that. Okay, if I ain't got you by Alicia Keys, is that a? I don't want nobody else. Is that a big song? I, I don't. I don't you. know the song. Ooh, I don't know that song. It either. must be if. All these songwriters. Lean on Your me, heart Bill. is necessary at this time. <laughs> Lean on me by Bill Withers. Awesome. I'll stand by you, Pretenders, which was not a big hit, but it is a big Pretender song now. It is, I don't know what it was used for, but it somehow went kind of sort of viral, and I think it's one of their bigger songs. Ain't No Mountain High Enough, Marvin Gaye, Tammy Terrell. Time After Time, Cindy Lauper is number 12. The Bee Gees, How Deep Is Your Love. I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. What? Really? Oh, <laughs> God. I hate that song. The Armageddon song? Why would that be so popular with songwriters? Well, because Diane Warren. Oh, that's right. Of it's course. a real that makes songwriter. Sense. My Heart Will Go On. Celine from Titanic. That's yeah, a great one. Berlin, Take My Breath Away. Ugh. Another song I don't know. Bright Eyes, First Day of My Life. Bright Eyes? Bright Eyes. Yeah, Bright Eyes. Can we hear it? Let's hear it. I'll pull it up. I'm not familiar with that band. I beat you to it. The first day of my life, I assume, is the day that I fell in love with the person in the song. Sounds really Just soft. Making a prediction. I wonder if Boyce Avenue covered this one. Hmm. You'd be waiting a long time for the first vocal if, it, if they go. did. Yeah. This is the first day of my life. Swear I was born right in the doorway. Sounds like an indie rocker type song, doesn't it? Turn that shit down! In the rain, suddenly everything changed. They're spreading blankets on the beach. What a piece of shit song. Yours is the first face that I saw. Okay, that's nice. Okay, Percy Sledge, When a Man Loves a Woman. 
of course, the ballad to end all ballads, Diana and Lionel Vinyl, Endless Love. <laughs> my endless, my endless which, love. Which, by the way, great scene in uh, Happy, Gilmore. Happy Gilmore for that song. Ah, yes. At number four, God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. That is a great song. Love that song. I do so, too. So much. Elvis Can't Help Falling in Love with You. I knew that would be on the list. Okay, this just. Wait, what? Is this a countdown? I think so, yeah. This is how they list them. Okay, this fucked me up because I don't even know this song and I can't believe that. <laughs> what? Do you know a song called Heat Above? No. By Greta Van Fleet. No, really? That's what it said. Never heard of it, but here it is. I'm not familiar with this. Did I they... do sit at the piano and do lots of work, yeah. I wonder if they wrote it. Maybe Diane Warren wrote it. Right. Is that Geddy Lee? It does sound like Okay, I, I'm totally lost. Is it a big streaming song for them? I, I don't, oh, let me go back. Yeah. Uh, number one is "I Will Always Love You." Really? Yeah. Boy, they left. And, yeah, there were some. There were some livid people who were popping off about "Unchained Melody" by the Righteous Brothers. Sixty-six million for that song. Well, how about almost? Oh, sixty-six million. Okay, so that's significant. How about almost any Stevie Wonder song, like "Sign Sealed Delivered" or "For Once in My Life"? Yeah, yeah, I know. Or, or I even even though we all hate this song, I just called to say, I "Love you." I mean, that's that was on a, that was on other lists that I looked at. Um, something by the Beatles was on a lot of lists. "Wild Horses" by the Stones. I that's a great song. Yeah, "I Walked the Line" by Johnny Cash. "If You Want My Love" by Cheap Trick. Uh, "Sweet Child of Mine," mm-hmm. Layla. "Wonderful Tonight." Our House by CSNY, The Cure, Friday I'm in Love, Just wait, Like Heaven. Wait, what about the song Love Song? Uh, that was Such mentioned, too. That song. was mentioned. That is a great song. Three it's been covered a lot, three too. 311 has a really good cover. Didn't of Adele do it? Um, I think Adele did Love Song. Let me look it up. Uh, Bob Dylan, I Want You. Uh, Everlong, The Foos. Uh, everywhere. Wait. Say oh, say you love me. oh everywhere by Fleetwood Mac. Say you love me by Fleetwood Mac. In your eyes by Peter Gabriel. Just the way you are, Billy Joel. Stand by me. All I want is you by you too. Oh, great song. And I love her by the Beatles. Uh, here, there, and everywhere. Two of us. Grow old with me by John Lennon. This must be the place. Talking Heads. Open arms by Journey. Your song, Elton John. That was mentioned yeah, on a lot of lists. Also, a number mentions of Thank You by Led Zeppelin, which is a great fucking song. Nothing Else Matters. I'm alone with you. I didn't oh, know that's she, Adele, right? I, yeah, I did not know she covered this. Yeah, it's on that. Isn't it the... 20, it's on 21. Okay. Whenever I'm alone with you. Slow down. I do prefer the Cure version. Have you heard I, three, I prefer the 311 version. Yeah, the 311 version's really good. Have you ever heard the one? This one true? It's a big hit for him. This kind of sounds like the Cure version, doesn't it? A little bit, but you know. 
Did 311 write it originally or the no, Cure write it? The Cure would have written it before. Don't forget, Tesla has their version that has their love song. <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> You're right. It is very uh, true to the Cure version. I'm like three dudes sitting around listening to some love songs. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, pulling this list up, by the way, and please tell me this did not end up on this list, but All of Me by John Legend. Because I typed in love song, and oh, All I of Me by not. John Legend popped up, and I'm like, I really hope that's not on the list. I hate that It song. wasn't on, it wasn't on, it didn't come up in what I was looking at, but I, it doesn't surprise me that it came God. up. It's got a billion streams. Uh, Here Comes My Girl by Tom Petty. That's more of a sexy song, I think, than a, I don't know. Every Breath You Take by The Police, which is actually a stalker, a stalker song. song, yeah. Uh, Keep On Loving You, Ario Speedwagon, Radiohead, House of Cards. Oh, great song. Bob Seger, We've Got Tonight. we got tonight. And uh, there were other ones, but that was just, I mean, there's just so many. There are no, how can you possibly, I did see some lists that I, I liked a lot better than what the American songwriters came up with. I thought they would have a great list, but I thought their list was a little... A little couple picks in there I just did not understand at all. Hmm. So, uh, let's see. We'll mention that there is no show tomorrow because it's 1.30 in the morning. It's almost 2. I got to be at Ladue. I got to be downtown for Laduff in about five hours. Holy fuck. <laughs> Uh, Hall Financial's exclusive Easy Start program is the best offer out there if you're looking to purchase a home, especially for first-time home buyers. Easy Start can drop your mortgage rate 2% in the first year, 1% the second year, and your rate won't go up with the market. You're locked in. Saves you over a couple hundred a month and thousands each year when mortgage interest rates fall in the future. Hall Financial's Rate Watch tech team will let you know it's time to refi and save more money. Claim your benefits. So whether you're looking to buy a new home, which is what the Easy Start program is for, or if you're looking to refi to get cash out of your home, you need to call Hall Financial first. Give them a shot. 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at Call Hall First. And uh, Joe's Produce, I should mention too, if you're at, thinking at all about ordering something, some great food for Valentine's Day or after Valentine's Day, 248-477-4333 for Joe's Produce. Prime Choice Meats, Fresh fish, seafood, homemade bread from Joe's Produce. Go to joesproduce.com. Check out their menus to get started. And again, 248-477-4333. You will really impress someone. If you so desire. So um, with that, uh, we'll be back for the Tuesday slash Wednesday show. Uh, I think this is Who Are These Podcast Week. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, I believe yeah. it is. And uh, no, it's not. We had them last week. Oh, it was on last yeah. week. That's right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna timestamp up that uh, that Emrata podcast uh. and blow everyone's mind. <laughs> it is uh, mind. We gotta bring back the Ted Williams clip of the day too. Oh my God, we didn't have one for oh, the oh, It's Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl. It's all right. Excusable. All right. all right, we'll make up for it. See you. <laughs>